Guardian, we've picked up a high-gain transmission. Origin point is somewhere along the coast, near the Cosmodrome. What is going on, Guardians? This is the first ever live stream of Cosmodrome Radio, episode 40 of Cosmodrome Radio is right here, right now, live on twitch.tv slash Panda the Paladin here for you people to enjoy. This is going to be amazing. This is the show about Destiny 2 and all about the great things inside of it. And we are going to go straight into our usual thing here that we got going on. Don't forget that you can follow this podcast on TwitX, uh, BirdX, whatever the heck Elon's calling it. Um, all like you can follow us there at Cosmodrome Radio. Follow us on Instagram at Cosmodrome Radio. Um, we're going to start doing more with Instagram and threads because we don't know what Elon's going to be doing. Um, you can uh, check us out with the um, website at CosmodromeRadio.com. If you have any like concerns of where to find the recording of this show, you can check it out there, whether it be Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, Amazon Music, and Audible, Pandora, wherever. You can check it out there, and you'll be able to find links to that there. If you want to ca- cop the merch, we, we still have the Pride version of the show. At, uh, not, not the Pride version, the version of the show. But the Pride version of the shirt that we released um, in collaboration uh, with our artist Georgia for Pride Month is still available on the shop.cosmogenradio.com. Make sure you check that out there. All right. With all the pleasantries dealt with there, my name is Panda the Powder. To my left, we have um, everybody's favorite d- divinity in PvP user. Um, finally, l- let the Red Lobster go. Um... Um, dude, wait, uh, what? Wait, what? Can y'all hear me? Y'all can hear me, right? Yeah. We can. Okay, y'all have uh, me, y'all, y'all have me confused. Um, but I, I got, I gotta put the freaking screens back. Um, because I'm over here messing up the whole dang show. Thank you for saying something. Uh, thank you for saying. Thank you for saying. Oh, oh, all my screens are messed up because Craig is here now. That is a nightmare. Yeah. Okay, well, you know what? It's fine. Matter of fact, I'm gonna just do this. We're gonna do this. Cause like so like the first stream's a little gonna be a little bit weird. I'm gonna do this, this, and this. And we we will recalibrate with uh, with Craig on a different time. But to my left, like we were going through. Um <laughs> we have everyone's favorite divinity and PvP user, the the the, the bane of trials of Osiris. We have uh, the, who finally quit his job at Red Lobster and is going to go work for Jeffrey Bezos soon. We don't know why, but hey, it's a paycheck. We have Alchemy King with us. How you doing, bud? I'm actually doing pretty good right now. Heck yeah, love that. All right, below me, the uh, the president of the Zivua Wrath fan club, even sporting his wicked implement with him on screen. Uh, like we we love him. He, he's 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 everyone's favorite uh, shit talking hunter. David, how you doing? I'm doing fantastic. I'm glad to be here, as always. <laughs> all right, all right. And then we have the undercover Sherpa herself. Um, like while Alchemy may use Divinity in PvP, you can count on, on her to be your div bitch in every uh, raid that you come across. We have Tower Mom. How you doing? I'm doing good. Hun. How are you? I'm- Good. You know what? This feels good. We want to iron a few kinks and get things going. Once David gets his setup together, I won't be the only person on camera, but we will work on it and we will get things popping. 
but this is gonna be dope. We're gonna get things going every week here on live. It's gonna be awesome. Um, but from there, uh, hopefully audio sounds good. I know I like I got some some uh, some space lo-fi in the background uh, cranking with us. So hopefully uh, that that doesn't sound too overpowering with the audio. Um, hopefully Monk is 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 in the stream and can let me know. But hopefully we sound good. Um, the the audio version won't have the lo-fi, which is which is what matters. Um, but in terms of the grand scale, I think we're doing pretty good. Now, Destiny Two right now is in a very convoluted Ooh. place. I'd say. Let's go right um, into the fire, baby. Oh, Let's and, jump and, right in. And man, right it's been a rough. It. If it's like we've talked about it on previous episodes, it's been a rough few weeks. Burnout is setting in for a lot of people. And so, hey, what up, Tech Stopper? What's up? Can you, like, does the stream sound good? Can you let me know if the stream sounds good, please? That way we know what's up. Hey, one man, three <laughs> pictures. Hey, it's fine. It's fine. Like, 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 some people don't want to be on camera. That's totally fine. It's no big deal. Uh, it is no, like, great. Stream sounds great. That's what matters. Um, but in terms of what's going down, um, community is burnt out. PvP is upset. Um... Season uh Scarlet, what is up? Thank you for letting us know. Um, yeah, like P- PVP P- community is upset. Um, content is getting stale for PVE to a certain extent. Hopefully, with the new season, we can change that. Um, people are praying to God that the showcase with uh with Final Shape reinvigorates this community. We're hoping for a good raid in two, in three weeks, four weeks, a month, whatever the heck it is. I don't know. Um, and, but the, 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 the greater concern with a lot of people is that the community is burnt out and concerned about the future of this game in walks game director, Joe Blackburn yesterday. Well, yesterday and the day before, cause he was hinting at it. He posted the word count of the, the state of the game that he was going to publish. And yesterday prior to the twab or the twid rather, they posted a long article with the state of the game. And man, oh man, is this controversial. You got some people that got walls up in defense for Bungie. You got some people with pitchforks and torches. And it is a divisive subject across the board. Now, we're going we're, we're gonna to jump between these different sections and go straight down and we're going to go through it. Now, I, I want to preface this before we go too deep. I, I like Just from my stance. I think Bungie has some good here, but if we if we sit down with the magnifying glass, everything that is in this article is stuff we knew that was going to already happen. Everything uh-huh. in this article is stuff we already knew from every other twid, and I think that's the the core issue people have is people were looking for answers. And they got none. And that is concerning to them. So let's go ahead and dive in. And we, uh, like, I, like, well, before, I, I gave my first impressions. Alchemy, what are your first impressions of this entire situation? Let that way, I'm not like just diving in after, after me. Is Alchemy dead? I think we'll get back yeah. now. I think you might just need to. Like, okay, Dave, uh, what are your opening thoughts in regards to the, 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 the whole situation? Like, like, just like, 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 opening thoughts before we dive straight in. Big picture, you know, nutshell thing. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are gonna like Diva. I think that this is great. It's not what people want to hear. Oh, by, by, no, no, by no means, no. Need to hear. 
expectations are being set, and a lot of people aren't going to like it. But this is transparency. As much as you don't like it, it is what it is. Now, Bungie definitely needs to uh, rethink their angle sometimes. Mm. I'll be straight there. Like, mm. There are a lot of problems that I see, but I do think the pros outweigh the cons. Okay, okay, okay. Tower, with, while leaving what David said in, in, in his own bubble, how do you feel about this article? From a collection, so, so like an overview. I actually, yeah, so I'm actually one of the people who, while I understand people's concerns mm. and the, uh, you know, the upset of the PvP community, especially, right. and, you know, those four of us who, you know, consistently play Gambit, um, I actually, I actually have more of a positive reaction to what they're, um, you know, what they brought up. I think the pros outweigh the cons as well. I'm in agreement with Deva. I only have one concern about that, and I'm sure we'll get into that later, but just as, you know, just as an overarching, you know, review, I'm okay. I'm okay with what they're doing. Um, You know, I think... I think a lot of what they're doing is good, like the weapon tuning and the armor changes, mm-hmm. um, especially uh, weapon tuning with exotics. I think that's a great way to go. But yeah, I think the pros outweigh the cons. Okay. Alchemy, have you returned? Yes, I have. Okay. Hey, like, yo, he's back. <laughs> in, 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 a, in a cursory overview, how do you feel about the article as a whole before we dive in? Like, the other two that said, like, it's all good stuff, but, like, in my opinion, coming from a majority-time PvP player, um, like, it's gonna fuck with the meta so hard, and, like, people are still gonna bitch, like, hey, we don't have a new map to play on, and, like, maps are gonna get stale, because I don't know how many times I've done com- competitive this season and just played on the same four maps in a row. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, I will say that I'm viewing this from like every angle possible. I'm trying to like view it from a casual perspective to a PvP perspective. Because like I'm somebody that like I love Trials of Osiris. I love like hardcore PVE, especially hardcore PVE is where I thrive. But do I go get my guns because I need my guns in, P- in PvP? Yes. Most definitely. Sometimes stuffing someone with a shotgun is a great time. So I'm trying to view this from every angle, and we're gonna try to just dive in and see what happens. So let's 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 take a look and see what's going down. Um. Okay. So in terms of the like of the article itself, we're not gonna read, we're not gonna be, uh, read line by line. That's overkill. It's not worth it. Now, um, I will say. Them saying they're 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 tracking the feedback and they're addressing certain things is good. Now ritual updates. The the big thing with the ritual updates is that they are making it across the like, like the big change they did with rituals was changing pinnacles. Once you hit eighteen ten, which is the hard cap, to be exotics. 
They made it so exotics are what you get in terms of exotic engrams were the big thing that you get from the, the Ritual playlist, which are Vanguard, Gambit, and Crucible, instead of um, like high, like a higher tier because we've stopped increasing the power cap. And Bungie even says further down that they are not increasing the power cap next season. That is a very controversial decision. Um, I think, and what really boggles my brain is they kind of set themselves up as if they were going to raise the power cap because we have two weeks until until the raid comes out once the season, the season starts. So it really felt like they were going to make it so we would have to raise the power cap. So for to have two weeks before a day one raid and for them to bu not buff the power cap seems a little weird. But cool, people like not having to grind pinnacles every season. <laughs> By all means, fine, no big deal. Yeah. Um, they did uh, bring out that they're trying to bring in new guns. They're trying to like refresh everything. Not only are we getting Warden's Law with a, a brand new archetype of hand cannons and nightfalls, which is really cool. Um, the new archetype sounds really dope in terms of PvP. We are getting a Void Machine Gun for Gambit. We're getting a Strand Grenade Launcher in Trials, and we are getting a um, Solar Sniper Rifle from Strikes and a Stasis Submachine Gun from Crucible. As and the the big change they did is you you won't you no longer have to worry about waiting till the next season to focus your engrams for those weapons like you'll ha you'll be able to focus them from day one if you if you go if you have like 99 crucible engrams and you decide you really like that new state of machine gun you can focus non-stop so that's that's a great change i know it was always frustrating especially when riptide came out especially when out of bounds came out them being like can't do nothing about that you you like you're stuck until next season that was kind of frustrating so i like this change a lot Alchemy, where is it? You and Autumn win last season. Man, let me tell you, I still haven't got my perfect one. I need to go spend my day in Crucible Engrams at the, with the Autumn win because I was like, because like I love that archetype, that frame that Autumn win is. It's it's the same frame as Time War Inspire. So I love getting that. So I, I still need to spend some time getting that thing. So that's that's cool. Um, does anyone have any like hardcore opinions about the ritual changes? I see it as a good change because instead of just having to do five strikes, four gambit matches, three crucible matches. Oh, I didn't even mention that. Yeah, like they're making it so like you can do whatever you want from every activity. You don't have to do like gambit here. Pin yeah, like, 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 I I forgot about that. You can do all of your pinnacles in one area. I go yeah. ahead. Mm -hmm. But also going back to the weapon. I feel like the Gambit weapon is just going to be a reskin of 21% Delarium. Ooh. Ooh. Because it says it's a Void LMG, and that's what 21% Delarium was, because that's how we got the perk killing tally in the game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, do you see if it has destabilizing rounds? That It's just going to be mint. <laughs> that would be amazing. Absolutely. A destabilizing 21%. My baby. <laughs> yeah, that it would just that would be like the pinnacle of ad clear. But like mm -hmm. the new SMG and Crucible, if it's I hope to God it's not an aggressive frame 
because aggressive frames right now, like it because we already got Immortal, which thank God they're nerfing, and then we have the rapacious appetite from this season, with it's basically just a stasis or mortal. So I hope it's a lightweight frame because we do not have enough lightweight frames in the primary slot. Because the only one I can think about right off the top of my head is submission, and that in that guns perk pool right now is kind of lacking to be honest. Yeah, that is key. Because, like, the best PvP role on it right now is probably Perpetual Harmony. Yeah. Most people do use, and it's very successful. It's just... On a SMG, Harmony isn't the best perk. You more want it on, like, a... A, a side weapon, to be honest. No, not even a special weapon. You want it on a primary, because... Oh, okay. Harmony can buff it. So, like, I remember... So one of the best guns that to get harmony on is the oh god what's the stasis sidearm from Iron Banner called? Uh, Peace Bond. Yeah, Peace Bond. Um, it's one of the best perks on Peace Bond, especially if you're running a shotgun or a sniper. Interesting. Okay. So healthy changes, David Tower. Do you have any opinions about the, about the the ritual changes before we move on? agreement with uh with alchemy i appreciate the fact that they're allowing us to you know mix and match and do what we want in order you know and engage with the game in the way that we want in order to do our ritual grind i i appreciate that like me personally i don't i don't touch pvp very often unless it's like mayhem Right. Because of, you know, and we've said this before, the the PvP, you know, meta of being sweaty. I'm not a big fan of that. So if I can go in and do, like, two strikes and two runs of Gambit, you know, each week, heck yeah. Like, right. that's, that's what I normally do anyways. I do my pinnacle grind on Wednesdays because I have the whole day off from work. So I usually don't even touch the game except for like story stuff on Tuesday. On Wednesdays, that's my pinnacle. Okay. <laughs> and I'm in. So, you know, having to grind five strikes, like, you know, I appreciated it when it was three. I don't like having to do five strikes. Because sometimes you'll get a strike that you just don't want. Yeah. Or you'll get a fire team where other people don't like the strike you're in and they'll just drop right. and then you kind of stuck. <laughs> like I'm I'm fine with that I think that's great okay David how you feeling so my thing is is and this is just like big peanuts you know situation is I see that Bungie is trying to address the health of the game by cutting out the amount of time that players have to engage with content that they do not like. Okay. This is going to have domino effects later on down the line. Yeah. But ultimately, I think it's a good decision. So, okay. So, I I, I have my, like, like, the, the majority of my stance on this 
is going to be when we talk about Gambit. So I'm not going to give a whole lot of opinions on this. I think you're right. It's going to have a domino effect, and like my, the domino effect is going to be primarily Gambit. So I'll, I'll dive into that there. But go, go ahead and finish that, and then we'll move on. I think that too. I think it's probably going to be felt most in PvP, though. Yeah, like, in enough. the Crucible. Um, so, speaking of PvP, so the big thing that, that we got from here, I'll go paragraph by paragraph. So, they specifically say, thanks to the hard work of multiple teams, they were able to deliver like multiple different things, like fire team based matchmaking, uh, like comp changes, trials changes, um, new rotator playlists, new modes, PvP specific weapon tuning, several quality of life improvements. Which great stuff, great stuff. We're, we're not debating that whatsoever. However, there are three main pain points that PvP players are asking for, which. To my, in my opinion, are not unreasonable. New maps. Speak on it. Fewer cheaters <laughs> in an ever-evolving meta that feels good to compete in. They say that verbatim. Then they go and sit you down, like, like, like it's a Full House episode where you're trying to learn the moral of the story. And oh, go, look. Dear. And go, look. I'm sorry, but you're not getting that new bike you wanted, Timmy. You're not getting any more new maps after, these, after this next one. Which is pretty much what they say. And it sucks. <laughs> um, but no. So what they say is um, the most feedback they get is is um, just not enough PvP content, specifically new maps. And to set expectations, they're changing their, their, their guarantee of like one new map a year to, hey, to our studio is structured to be able to give you uh, weapon tunes, new, new weapons, um, like, like balance changes, stuff like that. Um, new modes and whatnot, but we can't just give you a new map as consistently as we would like because that takes away resources from things like new story missions, um, exotic missions, core activities like strikes and whatnot, and, or like a new destinations and whatnot. Um, similarly, bringing back reprise maps that never should have been removed from the game, yeah. bringing those back and pouring them into the latest version of D2 takes away from those resources as well. And I think this specific paragraph should have been said prior to Disjunction's release. This specific paragraph should have been told to everybody in the PvP community uh, two years ago. Because the problem being that people have been hearing and waiting, like, "Hey, we need new maps." I think I remember, uh, like, at one point there was a there was a, a counter when we had went like over a hundred and some days, or like like hundred and fifty days almost without getting any news about a new map, and people were yeah. getting frustrated, people were getting upset, and I think then then we got this disjunction, but people don't like disjunction because of how unbalanced it is. Hell, even just for control, it's a damn nightmare. So people don't enjoy Disjunction. And then it's like, cool, you gave us a new map that we don't enjoy. Where's the next new map? Where's that? And we're having to wait almost a year and a half for that. Because now we're getting next season, but it's been almost a year and a half since, since the release of Disjunction. And people are like, what's going on? And now they're going, yeah. hey, cool, we, we devoted resources to this. And we're giving you the Dreaming City map that we should have never took away in the first place uh, the, the season after that. But then there's nothing else. There's no other reason, like, there's no other news, no other anything like that. We're giving you a new, a new gunplay focused mode called Checkmate. 
We're giving you a mode where they're going to give you every raid and and seasonal content um, relic in a, in, a, in a PvP mode like Mayhem and let you go nuts. But that's going to be fun. That's going to be fun as hell. I, I will wholeheartedly admit. I'm going to be bashing people with, 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 with the ball gauges. Didn't they announce that they were putting out, uh, like, they were currently developing a new map for, like, nope. the Vex theme map? That's the next season. That's coming next season. That's that's the that's the new map. I, I said we're getting a new map next season, and then we're getting the oh. Dreaming City map okay. in season twenty three. After that, there, there's Ow. no other information oh. whatsoever, and we we have no news if we're getting any new maps after that, and that's concerning Please. a lot of people. And Bungie's like, hey, we're giving you new modes, why, and that's it. And I that's, don't understand that's why that's concerning. I think like, it's concerning because it should because. For a lot of people, it, it gives them the verification that Bungie cares more about PvE because PvE is where the money's at, and that's their concern. I like that's that's been the sentiment in a lot of people, like different discords, a lot of YouTube videos the past few days. Is really Bungie. hate to be that guy, but legitimately, that's yeah. what the players are. Well, yeah, well, like, well, yeah like, like that, that's why that's where everyone really agrees. The meat and potatoes of the game is it, like, and Glad even said it in his rant video of like like a month and a half ago of Yo, Bungie and Destiny is a PVE game with PVP attached to it. But at the same time, when people have been asking for new maps, new maps, new maps, new maps for like eons, and there was e- and there was even a point uh, like where where there was multiple expansions and seasons where there'd be like three, five, seven new maps. And there's also this collection of maps that were just needlessly taken away with Beyond Light that are just sitting there in a box that they could easily be like, hey, yo, Season of the Plunder, new map. Season of uh, Seraph, new map. Um, Freaking, uh, like, uh, Lightfall, new map. Like, like, just bang them back out, bang them back out. And they're not doing that. And people are, are looking at Eververse like, hey, yo, where's our money going? You're, we're, we're, like, we're giving you like dollar after dollar every expansion, every season. We should at least see more than just balance changes and sandbox changes. From like that's the perception. And like, truth be told, I kind of have to like give them a little bit of of a leeway on that. Not a lot because they asking for a lot too sometimes. But for at least concern, because like like at least some support, that makes sense. But like. I'm not- yeah. It's not an unbounded like uh, thing. I don't think right. that their argument is doesn't have any ground to stand on. That's, that's not where I'm at. I, yeah, like they have I a pretty really, like good good foundation mm-hmm. here. Yeah, I see where they're coming from, and it is fair, one hundred percent. I will say that it is fair to feel like Crucible has been kind of left in like this little time pocket where like Bungie's like we'll get to it when we can. Or, mm-hmm. like, as some people say, it's on the back burner compared to PvE. And I feel like that's a fair assessment, 100%. But, yeah. same yeah. time, different token. You have to look at more than just, this is what the PvP players want. Right. right? What they want and what they need are two completely separate things. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, you want more maps, but you don't want old maps. Because anytime Bungie brings back an old map, they get the same uproar. You giving I, me back I, content I, I, I've I, already I had. Think so, like the Mars map came heard, back recently, and everyone was like, "Holy shit! Thank you for bringing I back have the Mars heard map." Almost yeah. nothing good about that map from no, any like, of the from, like from, prominent from what me streamers. Even here in the PVP community, like people are happy the the, the Mars map. They're like, "Hey, you brought a map back. 
Good job. Like the, the, they're excited the genuine, about genuine like re- like response that I've gotten from like a bunch of like prominent like content creators uh-huh. has been the same thing that they say about on the PBE side. Bungie's just reselling us content that we already had. I see that's like, a different argument. This isn't that, 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 that they gave us back a map that we used to have. Like they just well, gave us back yeah. something that we already had. Right. It already Which paid. Is a fair argument to a certain it extent. Is. Like 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 it we've is. said previously, them taking half the stuff they took from Beyond Light was, was outrageous. We should have never oh, seen the, like those crazy like removals. Like even 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 the fact that we're getting two Dreaming City maps, one for PvP and one for uh, Gambit back. Is outrageous when the Dreaming City is still in the game. You can make a fair argument that the Tangle Shore maps don't need to be in the game anymore because the Tangle Shore is gone. But in terms of the Dreaming City, they should have never left. So it's it's very odd and very frustrating for people that that's I going agree. on. And, and I and I, I can see the argument, especially I see like, the argument. Like, like it's very that's valid. Fair. I think it, yeah. like especially when people were used to getting new maps from Bungie, and now they're like, "Sorry, dog, no can do." And I th- there was one thing cool guy said on, on like today that I, that that resonated with me. I don't think Bungie's devs don't give a crap about PvP. I think there's passionate people in the dev community, like like, like in, in the dev studio, that really want to give you more, that really want to like like be there for you and help out. But mm-hmm. it's the finance department. It's the finance department <laughs> saying, "Yo, PVEs where the money's at." Can't help you, dog. Like it's like it's very much like that. I think that's what the issue is. Is that literally the we they have like they're like, hey, can we go like deal with PvP? And they're like, that's not making us money. P- Crucible, what? Shaq's who? Like they don't care. Like so, I think it's that. I think it's that. There, I think that is like a really big portion of the problem. But like I said on your stream yesterday, yeah. right? A big issue that I see in the community mm-hmm. is that it's not the community as a whole asking for things. It is different sects and factions in the community all fighting for Bungie's attention. Yeah, it, feel, it feels like, like it's very much like a, like a hardcore versus casual, and they're picking, and they're picking the casual ch- child over the hardcore child. I, I, the way, that I is agree not with you it. That. That's not it. Oh, okay. like, no. Players to like... like <laughs> Oh, PvE versus PvP. Fair enough. Yeah. PvE versus PvP. Casual versus hardcore. You know, veteran versus new light. Mm -hmm. It's 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 a tight road they gotta walk, and it sucks. I I don't envy them. Yeah. The other side has to lose, and it's not that one side wants the game to be made better for everybody involved. It's some people are asking for like to be able to like play the game while the other side is asking for the game to completely throw them away in their experience solely for our benefit like mm-hmm. i've been the biggest advocate of allowing players that put a lot of time into trials to get one adept per account per week yeah, we, we, we talked about that yeah a bunch of matches yeah. but Hardcore players are like, no, we do not want that because if you can't earn it, you don't deserve to have it. Right. It, 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 it's definitely That's, a gamble in that regard. Exactly. But, uh, but then you go from that to this, where you start talking about money and Bungie's a business. So yeah. at the end of the they day, the money, money talks and bullshit walks. 
Yeah. And PVE is what keeps the lights on. Yeah. They can't monetize PvP, mm-hmm. which is something to PvP's detriment. But also, another token against them is that not only can they not monetize it, when they focus on it, it literally like runs off a lot of the casual and like veteran players that just like playing the PvE side of the game end up leaving. The people that pay to play the game end up leaving when the hardcore sweats get their way in Crucible. And that is bad for the game. I understand that hardcore players want a sandbox where they can thrive and have fun, but if your sandbox does not include your little brother who wants to come to the skate park too? You I know, how, yeah, I, I get, you're I get gonna that. Win. Tower, how you feel about the, about, about like like PVP situation? Before we die, like, so, we, 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 we're gonna like hit the ball rolling. So I, 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 I get what you're saying. Hours about the whole PVP situation. Yeah, because we've gone back I, and forth about that multiple times on the show. So like like it's more it's more of like I get what you're saying. Like it like, like the, the the core issue seems to be like PVE is where the money's at, so they're gonna focus on PVE PVE, and that sucks. Like, and I, and I see the, the concerns of the PvP community, and their concerns are very valid. So, I can understand absolutely. why they feel abandoned by Bungie. Absolutely. But I can tell you, there is one thing that specifically shows that they are not being abandoned by Bungie, and that Bungie has been listening. Mm. You know what it is? The, the COD players finally getting... Their kinetic weapons only mode. Yeah, them get the, like yeah, the, like yeah. That's fair. That's fair. Weapons only Checkmate mode. might be the thing that like gives them that answer. Yeah, you're right. It is exactly what the freaking you know the 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 subsec of the PvP community that's they been were less in- focused on abilities and more focused on primary gunplay. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. So, yes, but all the people, and I've seen this on Twitter so much in the last couple of days, all the people who are pissed off because they feel like they're being abandoned by Bungie have not said a single thing about Checkpoint. Not a single thing. Bungie is giving them exactly what they want. They're saying, here, this is a silver platter for you guys. You Mm want to be able to adjust your kinetic weapons? Just your primaries. Here you go. Enjoy. Have fun. Mm-hmm. And 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 even the players who have been demanding that type of play for years are completely ignoring it. Like guys, you're getting this. This is your silver platter. Go have fun. You're gonna enjoy it. But it's mm-hmm. not enough. I, 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 don't, I don't think it's that. I don't think it's that. I think it specifically is, they're like, hey, yo, that's cool, but, like, what about this other stack of complaints we've been asking for for a hot minute? I think I think it's that. I think it's more so that. They're like, hey, yo, cool. We appreciate you. I think it's because, like, like the, the good things are falling on deaf ears because, they're like, people are upset that the other concerns aren't l- looking at. It's very much like, hey, yo, why aren't you doing this? Like, yeah, cool. Mode's cool. Party mode, cool. Because, like, the Relic is very much a party mode, like, man. And they're like... Because oh, really? like, I've heard... I've watched a couple different PvP people's videos about it. Like, I watched Cool Guys. I watched Drew Vanguard's video. They're very much like, that's dope. 
we appreciate you for that, but that's not the concern the community has. We have enough modes. We have Mayhem, we have Rumble, we have Elimination, whatever what, what mm-hmm. that else. We have those. We're Gucci. The problem is over here. We're asking yeah. for this. We're asking for maps, and we're asking for balance changes more often. Well, and you're not doing that. And that's where their concern is. So the thing is, is that, like, I get that. But also, at the same time, there's a very vocal sect of the PvP community that is demanding that Bungie turn PvP completely into what they're wanting to do for Checkmate. And that's just not feasible. Yeah. Like, there are too that? many people there who enjoy trials, who enjoy control, who enjoy yeah, man. They, they, they want it to be COD, and it's like, why don't you go play COD at yeah. that point? Like, like they enjoy the. I think it's like they enjoy the gunplay. Yeah, and that's I that's agree. absolutely valid that they enjoy the gunplay, and that's mm. why I feel like Checkmate is that silver platter moment for them. You want to just do the gunplay here. Go play Checkmate. Enjoy yourself. You can play Checkmate for hours and hours and days. Enjoy it. That gets you your face magic-y but COD fix at the mm. same time. Yeah. Have fun. Now that you're doing that, please stop You know, demanding that Bungie change up everything else in PvP so that way those of us who want to engage with PvP but can't because of you guys who only want the gunplay and sweat out everything with yeah. weapons only can actually come in and engage with things like trials, like control, mm-hmm. like competitive. Like I don't even touch competitive. I think the, I, I think I the issue with that with that scenario, as as great as that would be, I think the issue is a if Bungie like like doesn't see results from the labs next season, and uh-huh. like, like 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 hypothetical that they they like see great results from it in, in the labs, and they make it a mode like like it's a rotating mode of what it's gonna be, people are gonna be like, hey, okay, cool, now make that a permanent. They're like like permanent three v three, permanent six v six, and then they're gonna want rewards only for that, and that's gonna become a situation and, and crap like that and whatnot. That's gonna be a whole other like dynamic. I think it's a it's a slippery slope. And Bungie's trying yeah. to like gauge the community a little bit. And you know, it, I'm yeah. gonna take it a step further. Okay. Take it a step further. The thing is, is you have to learn that positive reinforcement is better than negative reinforcement. Yeah. Right? The yeah. PvP community is so hell bent on negative reinforcement say Bungie we don't like this Bungie we don't this is what we don't like instead of showing Bungie with numbers tangible information that this is what we want so like the other day tangible engagement exactly like if you guys want game modes like checkmate to become a new standard look go and play the fucking buttons off of yeah. the uh, Crucible Lab next season. That but will also, show I think, I, I think another concern that is that's like, what you want. Right, and I think, I think another concern is Bungie kind of has a problem with Crucible Labs where they just shove it in the corner of the, of the left-hand side of the screen. I think if Bungie gave people specific rewards for only playing Labs, people would care. But they're yeah. not gonna. Oh, yeah. they're, not, they're not gonna. 
like like yeah. like because if you if you do three uh, like three trial uh, like 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 uh, lab matches, it's the same thing. If you play uh, like six v six, you get it. You get an exotic. If you got like an emblem, like 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 like, a, like an emblem that had like a beaker and test tube or some shit for playing a certain amount of lab matches, oh, people like would go. You have to go and play. If you have to be goaded to go and do something like that to test out the new stuff. Like, is it even worth it at that point? Well, certainly, like I, said, I would say so. Yeah. You like it, or are you playing it because you want the nice shiny thing that comes along with it? And right, I right. take it a step further to yeah. say that that is like and like the opposite of what Bungie is trying to do now, with making sure that players can play the game the way they want uh-huh. without feeling forced into certain spaces that they don't want to engage with. Well, you know? we gonna get to that too. We gonna get to that. Um, so, like, the other, the, the, the other cool thing is they announced that they're gonna have a new c- comp weapon with, well, like, well, you know, they're gonna have a new Iron Banner weapon and a new Iron Banner mode in Season 23, and they even tell you, hey, it's gonna be a hockey, uh, aggressive frame strand pulse rifle, which, for me, that's like... Why are you waiting till season twenty three? You just gave us the the frame, the element, the 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 uh the manufacturer. Why not just make it next next season? Like it just it feels really weird. They did the same thing with with, with the, the hand cannon a few weeks like like like, like last season. Where they're like, hey, here's the whole picture of it, and then they're like, they can't they can't they they can't speed up that process. It's pre programmed into the release. That's fair. It just it just feels a little odd the way, the way, the way they're like, hey, here's the whole gotta... make model of the car, but you can't have the car until next year. Like it just feels weird. Yeah. I mean, but you also gotta like remember that once that goes into the rotation, the other weapon. Yeah, material and overreach so you... like rotates out. So this is kind yeah. of like a warning for so them. To be honest, exactly. Yeah. That's, fair. That's fair. That's fair. Okay, so Vanguard playlist. They uh, we are getting medals similar to Guardian games. As rewards for doing content, they um okay. they, they'll be they'll be rewards getting from Vanguard Ops and Nightfalls. Um, like they they brought them in with, with Guardian Games, they were a success, and they're gonna be uh, going. ADHD here. loves you, Bungie. Thank you. <laughs> yes. Um, the medals will continue cool. to, just to be have scoring, allow players to attain higher scores and reputation multipliers by performing unique actions. There won't be anything like finishers though, so don't forget about that. Um, yeah. And it's worth noting that some medals will remain Guardian Games exclusives and not be in Vanguard playlists. So, like, that's why the finishers one won't be included. So, that's only going to be a Guardian Games thing. And there will be and active models. Some... What'd you say? I said, I think some of the GM ones yeah. um, are, are going to be Guardian Games specific as well. Right. All right. Now. Um, they did say that uh, they are going to make more battlegrounds be GMs. Um, I will say I'm excited for like I, I really I'm excited for when season of Defiant battlegrounds become GMs because the Defiant battlegrounds were some of the most fun I've had in a long time. I will say that like that's it's controversial. That's controversial. I don't care. Defiant battlegrounds were my, my shit. Will give me my conqueror then. Like, can you imagine? Having to do some of those boss rules on GM. I'm excited oh, about it. Oh my god! It's no, gonna no, be no, 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 a It's gonna be finally like like that'll be like controversial like bubble and well meta for GMs to survive in certain sectors. But like it's possible. It'll be a good time. <laughs> I'm um, <good. laughs> 
All right. So in terms of the and, and then from there, now here's where shit's gonna get dicey. Let's talk about Gambit. My oh, baby. Boy. Tower, I'm gonna keep it a buck. I'm surprised you're not pissed. I am so surprised that I you're not ready to not. cut somebody. I I am not because I appreciate the fact that they're bringing back a very well beloved. Um, uh, uh, they're bringing back cathedral but, scars. Yes, the Dreaming City map is gorgeous. It's mm. my favorite. Where I got my dredging on, so mm. it it holds a place in my heart. Okay, so am... in terms of the situation, real quick, they say unfortunately, um, like they, they had made they had made some changes with Witch Queen, where they made Prime Evils a little bit more challenging. They changed mm -hmm. up invasion spawns. They mm -hmm. made some changes to rewards, and they made it so special, so heavy ammo crates spawned at the end of each section of, of Gambit. Because mm -hmm. you guys didn't go play more Gambit with those changes. We're gonna stop supporting Gambit, except for we're gonna throw Lucent Hive and Shadow Cabal and give you back an old map later in the year of Final Shape. Not at Final Shape, later in the timeline of Final Shape. And, yeah. and, and that's concerning to me because it feels like a chicken before the egg situation. And Mylan kind of like put in the best, and, and like, it, like he put in the best word, like words for it. Because I kind of, me and David were talking about yesterday on my stream, but this was where it really honed in. Mylan said, I don't think Bungie is looking at the data and viewing the nuance of the data. Looking at, mm -hmm. hey, this data says people aren't playing Gambit. Why aren't people playing Gambit? Well. I can speak on that. Go for it. I can, I can absolutely tell you why people aren't playing Gambit. Speak it's on. because people go into freelance expecting to have a team who knows what they're doing, a team of fellow blueberries who knows what they're doing, and those blueberries don't know how to play the game. Mm -hmm. Either they turn off their dialogue, they turn off their subtitles, or they just don't care. Uh -huh. It is easier, it is easier as a solo player right now to go into the gambit playlist as a solo player than it is and win consistently than it is to go into the freelance playlist right. and consistently now i am disappointed in certain things about what they're doing with gambit i'm not like livid that's actually something else that I'm upset about okay. um, that has been quite limited. Um, but I am, I am disappointed. I wanted something that would be a little bit more engaging. And it does feel like Bungie is like, like you quoted Matt saying is not, you know, it feels like they're not reading the nuance. If they got rid of the freelance playlist, which was supposed to be kind of a lab thing anyways, if they get rid of the freelance playlist, more people would engage with Gambit. So it's, it's partially that. I would say it's partially, um, it's partially the freelance. I agree with you wholeheartedly with freelance. But it's also things like we're, we're fighting the same, uh, what, Fallen, Cabal, Vex, Scorn, we're fighting the same. Be uh, on the same 
the four, like the, the, the four, the four same enemy types on the like three Mars, Mars, a Titan, and Nessus, and uh, EDZ. The four different maps that we that we that we've been allotted, and the, it's it's the same rotation, no meta shifts, no, because it's it doesn't have its own sandbox. That's a big yeah, factor for a lot. That's a that's a big factor for a lot of people. And mm-hmm. they, and like they're they're using Gambit as a scapegoat to make changes to other weapons, Jalahorn, and yep. but they're not actively supporting Gambit. And they're like, hey, we gave you ammo crates. We changed spawns that way spawns aren't broken. Do you, do, do, are you gonna play Gambit more? Um, no. Broken. So, they didn't. They didn't honestly. really change spawns. Spawns are still broken. There will still be uh, invaders. Spawning in with the um, the enemies with the all the time, yeah, all the it's happened mm-hmm. to where I was going to invade and I spawned in on the team's envoys and I was mm-hmm. like, what the fuck? I'm not supposed to be here. Um, <laughs> really, not supposed to be here. Uh, it's supposed to be a challenge for me to kill this team. Right. <laughs> you don't, you don't just hand that shit to me, Bungie. Come on now. <laughs> oh. So, uh, Alchemy, Alchemy, what were you gonna say? Yeah, what they honestly did Gambit once they heard of Gambit Prime because that's when the most people were playing Gambit was during Gambit Prime and all that because that's when Gambit was actually enjoyable and like you had. Yeah. Because during season of the Drifter, you had whole armor sets dedicated yeah. to roles. Mm-hmm. Like if they that, brought that, 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 leads into, that leads into my my crackpot theory. But I'm allowed to be finished. You're, yeah, you know, I'm gonna say something after this. It's gonna be uh, an unpopular opinion. I'll be going to finish. But if they brought those back, I honestly think people would start coming back to Gamut because, like, it would yeah. give people. Something to do like, hey, you invaded a lot. Here's a part of the game, the invader gambit armor. They randomly gave it with Zer like like three months ago, and it was very out of pocket. They're like, hey, here's the the gambit red armor from when we tried to make gambit a a a, 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 a esport. e-sport. And like in the like, so here have that. It's like that's my theory. So here's here's my crackpot theory. When Bungie, when when Forsaken first came out, Bungie was still with Activision. When they were pumping all mm-hmm. that shit out, they had multiple studios collaborating because they were with Activision. Mm-hmm. I think I think a, a, a Activision Blizzard dev came in and was like, "Hey, Bungie, we want you to come up with an esport level activity in Destiny Two. Can you do it?" They're like, "Uh, sure, okay." We could try, and like, and, and and they did it. They, they actually came up with Hunt Showdown before Hunt Showdown came out. They had a PvP, a PvEVP mode that was successful. People enjoyed it, and they they brought in a new character like Drifter, did some cool stuff with that. Drifter caught on with the fan base, but when Bungie left Activision, they stopped caring about Gambit. They created Gambit Prime while they were still at uh, Activision, or when Activision was still funding them. Because they were looking to make it an esport, there was a whole campaign where you had like your invader, your moat gatherer, your ad killer. Like there was a whole thing. Like it really oh, yeah. felt like this was gonna be an esport. And then they, they, they like, like Beyond Light came out. They threw their hands up. They were like, "Bye, we don't care anymore." Dreaming City map gone. Fallen uh, Tangled Shore map gone. Like it felt really weird 
They merged Gambit Prime and Gambit into one mode and just raised their hands and was out. And I really feel like, bun- like, 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 like Gambit is like Cousin Oliver from the Brady Bunch. It was a requirement by the, or like he's, 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 uh, D- uh, Justin from Power Rangers Turbo. It was a, it was a studio requirement and they didn't want to do it, but they did it. And now they have to put up with it. That's what it feels like. And I, I, I really, I'm I not going to say you're wrong. Of- okay, go on. But I do think that, I don't think that that's like par se exactly what okay. the motive was. Like, if you look back to that point in Destiny, you know, mm-hmm. when uh, Gambit Prime and Gambit were kind of merged into one. Beyond like, light, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they sunset all that stuff. Mm. My, like, understanding of what happened is they did the same thing to Gambit that they did to Crucible. They took it, they broke it down to the bare essentials of what will make this playable so that we no longer have to micromanage it? That's fair. And they took it and they broke it down because you remember back then you had Gambit and then Gambit Prop. So yeah. they merged the player bases, they made it one thing, they shortened it down because people didn't like the like uh, two round system yeah. or whatnot. They shortened it down and they made it playable to where they could leave it there and it'd be fine until they could get back to it. Right? And so they could go work on other stuff. And they did the same thing to Crucible. But a little bit, people yeah. are more vocal about their want for Crucible than they are for their want for Gambit. And that was what I was going to say when uh, Alchemy was talking. Is that Gambit is has put it... The community has made Gambit a catch-22. Like... Okay. There's a lot of nuance of why players no longer want to engage with Gambit. And a lot of it is just, though, what's the point? Other than the pinnacle at the end of the uh, three matches, like, there's really not anything to do in Gambit except well, for yeah. the players that like it. And, and so, that was going to be my other thing with that, too, is, like, you can tell, but, like, like uh, Gambit kind of feels like the Cousin Oliver a little bit. Because mm-hmm. or like or like Justin from Turbo, because once the next season or the next thing comes out, they stop acknowledging it. Similar here, where when uh, season of the Lost, I believe it was, they introduced seasonal challenges. Seasonal mm-hmm. challenges for the past like six seasons have been like you are required to play Gambit multiple weeks, bank a certain amount of modes, kill a certain amount of prime evils, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. That way, mm-hmm. you can earn the four thousand some bright dust. It's People. three Gambit, three tri- three Crucible, and three Strike. Well, no, I'm, not, I'm not talking about Pinnacle. I'm not talking about Pinnacle. I'm talking about, I'm talking about no. like the the seasonal challenges, the seasonal yeah. challenges specifically. Okay, cool. But so like they introduced that, and they're like, "Hey, you're not like even if you even if you skip your Pinnacle, you do every other Pinnacle but Gambit. If you want that for that four thousand Bright Dust, you have to literally." Force yourself to go into Gambit if you want that. And that's where the, the, the drop-off that already kind of occurred with Beyond Light and Witch Queen got worse. Mm-hmm. Even when they yeah. were like, hey, we're gonna we're gonna be ammo boxes for for Witch Queen, and we're gonna fix we're gonna like we're gonna try to fix the spawns, still went down. And, 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 
And and they're and they're very much in a chicken before the egg situation where it's like, hey, we're not gonna support this anymore because you're not playing it. Well, you didn't support it, so we didn't play it. And it's like, it's it, it's a chicken before the egg situation, oh. and it's go and it's going in a circle. And it's like I will say that that's where I think that the, the issue is like the new, they're not looking at the nuance of the data, and it's a problem. Yeah. But I also think yeah. that the community is not looking at the nuance of the city. Of the solution, like, mm, and okay, I won't speak on, on that. Let me speak, speak on, on it, right? Speak Let me cook that. real quick about the yeah, chef. Of that I'm a little concerned about that, but go, go ahead, speak on it. So the nuance of the solution is that Bungie allocates a lot of time, effort, teams, and resources toward fixing Gambit and making it a viable thing that players not only want to engage with but enjoy playing, right? Mm. And I'm going to be honest with you. 100% my hands are off the wheel. This is not me as a Destiny veteran or player. This okay. is just pure observation. Okay. It would be easier for Bungie to just say, look, you guys don't want to play this. It's clear to us that you don't want to play it. Mm-hmm. Or the vast majority of you do not want to play it. Right. But more of you are complaining about Crucible. So it makes more sense to us to stop working on Gambit, mm. take those resources, and throw them in the Crucible resource, pal, so that we can pump out more Crucible stuff for you more often. But that means no more Gambit attention. And I'm be honest with you. Fade is fade. The Gambit community has not been raising hell. Like the I think it's because they're they're not motivated. Like like, like hey, yo, for the, for the sake of the argument, it is what it is. I, I'm I'm gonna I, like like this is the meme that has been ravaging the community. I'm, I'm gonna put this on screen because I want to make this a point. This meme <laughs> has been ravaging the community for so long, and I think it very much stands out with this situation where I, I'm like gonna like like make this like kind of centered between between all of us. Like this meme right here. Where it's like, hey, yo, Bungie cares about Vanguard, Crucible's drowning, Gambit's dead. This is how the community has felt in terms of the, of the core playlist for years now. And that's a problem. And I don't think Bungie understands that. And they're like, they're, try- they're doing a chicken before the egg thing with Gambit. They're... Um, do it like the, the, they're like giving you a little bit of support with Crucible. They're like, oh yeah, you can swim by yourself. You can function on your own. And they're like lifting Vanguard and raids and dungeons into the sky. And that that's so, how like that's how this really feels. And I, so, I, I yeah, I'm gonna give you some pushback on that, right? Okay. This, okay. Is, this is coming from my veteran like military experience and knowledge, right? Mm, I'm a, I'm when you know. so. You know, and anybody who's in EMT or is in like medicine, as like doctors and nurses, they'll probably tell you the same thing, right? If you were to come up to people, right, in right. a like mass casualty event or like an event where a lot of people got hurt, right? I see where you're going with this. Are you going to run to the guy who got cut in half? Or are you going to look at him and be like, you cut the ham. I can't really help you. Or are you going to go to the person who's missing an arm? 
<laughs> it's like that major. It's like a major pain where he's like, "Hey, yo, I'm bleeding out. I'll give you some pain to help you uh, not think about that pain." Crack. Exactly, exactly, and that's where we are. It's the catch twenty two. Crucible is the easier one of Gambit and Crucible to fix. It's mm-hmm. easier. There's clearly more support for it. You know, it makes sense that they focus the resources on fixing Crucible. Crucible right. players will stop harassing the de- the bungee devs, so that fixes another problem. So, right. leaving Gambit in this state, I hate to say it, I as somebody who played Gambit to get into playing Crucible mm-hmm. and really getting into the feel of it, I am heartbroken. I really am. Yeah. But at the same time, like I can genuinely say, as a player. As somebody objectively watching what's going on in the community, mm-hmm. it makes far more sense for Bungie to yeah. say, look, we've lost this war. The war with Gambit's right. done. But see, we if, 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 they, if they were willing to admit the war was done, I think it did. would be more reasonable to be like, hey, yo, next week or like in two weeks, we're killing Jermaine. We're killing Jermaine. Gambit's gone. Oh, and, and, and be oh, done with it. Like, literally, if they, if they, if, or, or at the very least, the nine comes in and wipes out Jermaine's ship and he's stranded at the tower. He, he's going to help Shax with Crucible and be done with it. Or, like, or he, like, or, or he finally, like, says, Oh, I'm actually a Hunter Vanguard and he's the new Hunter Vanguard now. Like, because obviously, like, because everyone's always said, Oh, like, uh, Drifter doesn't have actual, like, class. He just, he's just a guardian, whatever. Like, give him a, an official class. Let him sit over on the corner and let him be the Hunter Vanguard and be done with it. Like, if Bungie was straight up like, hey, yo, we don't want Gambit anymore, they would blow up the derelict and be done with it. But they're not doing that. They're like, hey, yo, we're going to let this die in the corner. And it's like, that's what this is, though. I'm saying, like, look, we don't want, like, fighting this battle, we're done. Like, look, we're not even going to leave you guys with the anticipation that we're going to fix it. Like, this yeah. is us throwing our hat down and saying we're done. But, no, we're like, if you want, you can play it. It's still it's here. Better. If you don't oh, want oh. to play it no more, we understand. Hold, hold on. Uh, like, 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 David, what'd you say, Tower? I said they might as well make him a seasonal vendor. Yeah. Like, honestly, so, like, not even like a seasonal vendor. Like, just make him a standard vendor. Like, yo, big brain, big brain, big brain. Kill Hawthorne. Okay. Drifter runs clans. Be done with it. Like there you go. There you go. Like say Hawthorne died. Like in in, like casualty of war. Like because I've been saying for aeons now that like that um like his that um fucking holiday shouldn't have died. It should have been Hawthorne. That's been my fucking thing. I've been saying for a hot minute is that holiday shouldn't have died. It should have been Hawthorne. But leave Hawthorne alone. She in her corner. Let her have her corner. Let me. Okay, okay. Uh, I, you were going to say something. What were you going to say? But here's the thing. If they relocate more sources to PvE and PvP, Gambit, since it's all one same sandbox, if they mm-hmm. delegate more focus on PvE and PvP, Gambit's going to be directly affected by that because the changes they make in PvP for will infect the invasions like Mortal Cloud Strike. Yeah, that's very true. With that change in PvP, that will also be changed in invasions because yeah. 
and say if like rockets, um, no, not rockets. Say if Linear's got like a teensy wincy buff, that would yeah. also affect. Menace. Menace. Yeah. yeah, like that will also affect Gambit because they, if they do that for PVE, that's affecting the ad and boss damage. I think what for, I'm listening yeah. at is like if if the, if, if Bungie let leaves uh, Gambit to die in the corner. But they buff everything else in PvP and PvE, or nerf things in PvE and PvP. We're gonna have another situation with Gambit, with Gambit where they're like, "Hey, Galahorn's a problem," and it's like, "Galahorn's not a problem in raids. Galahorn's not a problem in PvP. Why are you bitching? We don't care about you anymore." That I, I think that's that, what Alchemy's getting at. That is a what I'm saying. A bad outcome. I'll agree. But there's at this point. Yeah, balancing but, for for Gambit has pissed off both sides. Yeah, at this point. So I think, I think if, they, if Bungie would have took Gambit seriously, even if they hated it, like like like, yeah. my, like my crackpot theory, if Bungie would have took like, like like Gambit seriously, gave it its own sandbox team, and been like, "Hey, oh, you're over the corner, do your thing." This, like Gal- the Gallahorn nerf wouldn't have happened. Like Gambit would have thrived in its own corner and been done with it. So that's that's mm-hmm. what I think there. Uh, but they yeah. didn't do that. It's been a long fault. Battle to get Bungie to separate the PvP and the PvE from each other. So getting them to separate even more for Gambit, that was an uphill battle from an orbital fucking angle. You were not going nowhere with that. You're right. Now, armor Armor is the other topic that's going to be diversive in this podcast. So, Bungie says, a long time ago, we shared a, uh, we shared a plan to address concerns about reward balancing. Players have pointed out we didn't release a new armor set in the Ritual playlist, Vanguard, Crucible, Gambit, with Lightfall like we previously said we was going to. And they were justifiably right. So we're going to reset that expectation and say, y'all ain't getting nothing. We have one more plan for, for Lightfall for Light, or for uh, Final Shape. And then y'all ain't getting nothing. And hmm. <laughs> they said y'all ain't getting nothing. Well, like, well, well what they said was, we, like, but they specifically say delivering ritual armor sets at the rates we have said in the past has become increasingly challenging, especially considering these sets have historical had very low adoption rate by players as both base armor and cosmetic ornaments. At this time, we are amending our delivery plans and how often we refresh these sets and will no longer be creating a new set for every expansion. However, we prioritize a new Earth Ritual Armor set for Final Shape and um, we, we, like, we are going to like have a new trial set for next season, which... Bam. Bam. This Titan Armor is never coming off once I unlock it. I will want to <laughs> tell you straight up my name is Panda the motherfucking Paladin. I am not taking this armor. I, I will have Jacarina on this bitch. You will see me black and white running around nonstop. At the very least, the helmet, unless I am wearing Lorely or fucking Say 14 Helm, is never coming off. I will become Shax. The helmet is never coming oh, yeah. off. Like, I have waited so long for bear-themed armor, and I like, like Ursa Furiosa, I was at home, fam. I was at it. But now they're like, hey, yo, full bear suit for Titans. Let's get it. I'm here for it. Now, that was my, that was, that was my one thing. But in terms of the, the ritual situation, everybody in their mama the past 24 hours has said, 
Bungie, if you can create as many cosmetics as you do for Eververse, what the hell do you mean you can't create freaking um, armor sets every expansion uh, once a year? Once a year, yo. Why can't we get new armor? And this is multifaceted because the issue at hand is like because I know what David and, and Tower are gonna say because we already talked about behind the scenes is the our ornaments and, and armor are two different things. However, mm-hmm. David and I had a conversation yesterday on stream, and he said, and and he even quoted what I just said from the article. They're looking at it from a cosmetic standpoint and an armor standpoint. So. If if Bungie is going to give you one armor set, the Center Pine, for a perfect example, the Center Pine set, it looks the same on every class. Well, like like every, like like every, it's one per class. It looks the same on every on every ritual activity with a different coat of paint. If no one enjoys that, why would they wear it? If they, no one likes the look of it, why would they wear it? Secondly. If we know from experience that dungeons, the helm, and raids are the only place to get high stat armor, why would we go to Shaq's uh, Zavala or Drifter for armor? Yep. So it's it's a it's a two it's a twofold issue. Uh, there's a greater conversation to be had about stat distributions and how stats armor should function in other playlists besides raids, dungeons, and the helm. But also, if you're not making things that are cosmetically pleasing, why would people wear it? Case uh-huh. in point. Case in point. Bungie dropped for each 3.0 uh, element release, banging solar armor, banging void armor, banging arc armor. But they made it so you had to pay $20 or wait for it to, to drop into the Bright Dust shop. And to this day, the amount of Thunder Titans I see with, with that armor set on while they have Curious is insane. The amount of uh, Titans and Hunters and Warlocks that swap off the shoulder pads from the Solar set because they have heat under them. Um, the Void ones, not as much. I don't see the Void ones that much. I think because the Void ones were very pyramid-themed. Uh, as well as oh, I wear my void one off top. little bow on my uh, uh Yeah, per- 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 perfect right there. So if you're making more cosmetically pleasing things for the the cash shop, but you're leaving the ornament like like the the in game stuff to be not as pleasing, we we are then left and also the stats suck on the armor. We're then in another chicken before the egg situation of hey. Stuff ain't, ain't popping. Why would we use it? Oh well, yeah, since you're not since you're not using what? it, we're we're, we're, we're going to stop making it. And it's like, what? <laughs> Here's my take on it. Here's my take. All right, if they're going to continue trying to make ritual armor, just make it ornaments. Mm. I don't even think mm. they should do that. Personally, I'm yep. on board with just scrapping it. If you're not, well, like, I agree. And put the armor sets that they put mm-hmm. in the Eververse, put those in the vendors mm-hmm. and yeah. like yeah. make them like vendor specific, like ornaments to them. You know, here's Give my idea. idea. 
Yeah, here's my other idea. Let's revisit an old concept that actually I, I didn't like, but we'll, we'll refresh it for the concept. So back in the day, before they, they, they added ranks to Trials, to get the, the armor set, you had to get three wins, five wins, seven wins. Okay, cool. Let, 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 let's sit on that. What if you had, like, per expansion or per season, a one armor set doesn't change colors. It may have, or like, or like, like, or you could, like, you, you could possibly have like mementos or something, like, cosmetically pleasing that you could put Gambit Snake on or Crucible State, uh, uh, Burns and Red and Crimson on or something like that. But there's one armor set that you can work for by resetting your vendor because you have no idea how many times that 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 PvP players will reset shacks over and over and over again. You could easily be like, hey, yo, reset shacks like five times. Here's the armor set. Reset Drifter five times. Here's the armor set. And people would mess with it. It'd be great. Yeah. But like, but like, 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 like I'm, I, I, I really am frustrated by this chicken before the egg situation that Bungie's doing where they're like, hey, y'all don't like it. We're not going to make it. And they're like, we don't like it because you're not putting the effort into it. And they're like, well, yeah. we're going to get rid of it. It's like, what? That's, <laughs> that's not exactly uh, like as simple as, well, you know, we don't like it because it's shit. And like Bungie's like, well, if we're putting this time into it. And you're not even like, re- like receiving it in any capacity. Like people... I refuse to believe that anybody wears that armor because they want to. There might be some, but they are outliers and not the example. Right? Well, like, look, look, look at trial but, specifically, real quick. Look at trial specifically. Uh-huh. There has not been. Well, ex- I, I will say, except for the monk, the, the 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 hunter monkey cloak, where like the the, the hood is very billowed for every reason. Dome on my fucking yeah. head. Except for that piece specifically, there has never been. One trials armor set that has missed the mark ever in the past three we've gotten, whether it be the, the original D11, the one they released around Beyond Light uh, season, like Chosen, I believe, and the one they did like a couple seasons ago recently with the uh, the bird, the monkey, and the, uh, the the ram. Every trials armor set has hit like butter. And people sweat their balls off to get the engrams to unlock them and then make them into ornaments. So if Bungie can hit the mark every time with Trials of Osiris, hit the mark with Crucible, Gambit, and, and, and Strikes, and problem solved. And not only that, if, if you want to view it from not just a cosmetic standpoint, if you fix the stat distribution problem, like, hey... Let's throw crucible players that don't want to go do dungeons of bone. If you want to go do comp, let's give you lesser artifice armor where you, instead of three, you get two points in your mod slot. Yeah. That would be something to make uh, comp players sweat. Be like, hey, we don't want to go do master dungeons just to get high stats. Why do we have to go do that? Cool, go play comp. Like, and, and you and you can get artifice or like we'll call it freaking prestige armor. For, like because because COD likes using prestige as a word. Prestige armor. It gives you 
two points a year, extra in your stats, people would go nuts, and it would solve so many are, problems. Are they going nuts for the armor set, or are they going nuts for the fact that the armor comes with a perk? That because look what happened with freaking um with uh, with mod with mods with mods two point or three whatever the fuck with with uh lightfall's release. They said, "Hey yo, you know you know you know that that mod that every hunter has been clutching on for their mobility since the dawn of time. Powerful friends, no more plus twenty, motherfucker." And people yeah. lost their yeah. minds. And minds. What yeah, up, Scott? Because... What do you think of doing the chat? Um, and like like it's like if, if, if you the... gave them an avenue to harness yeah. that a little bit, they'd love it. They would love it. Yeah, but they're not loving it for the the appearance of the armor it's the utility of the armor right that's so if you get them two is, different reasons to utilize good looking armor they plus utility that same thing with the crappy armor they got in there right now and they would get that same reaction like the same reaction would be had and people would just ornament over it. yeah and that is what i think bungie's trying to say you guys don't use this armor so we don't feel a need to even remotely make it like a thing to like constantly waste resources on making a new one every year for y'all to not use. Well, like they even say players as both base armor and cosmetic ornaments. So it, the reason why most people use use ornaments is because they don't like the way the armor looks. So exactly. if you if you gave them good looking armor that has a stat bonus that makes sense. People would go nuts. A twofold like, like, like solution right there. Good looking armor on the, on the level of trials, but also gives them a reason to sweat for it. And people mm-hmm. would go nuts. I, I solved your problem right there. Because even yesterday when we were uh, looking at the data, you were like, like what? Like, well, like people don't like it because it looks hideous. Well, what, like, like, or like, or like, like, it looked like, good. It, like, but, it doesn't look good. So, yeah. like, they looking good is. Oh, what's up with that? So entry level vendor armor is not equal to end game armor in any MMO I've played. That's true. That's true. But also, but also, Dan John expanded on that and said vendor armor should not be aspirational. It should be a means to an end. Right. Not everything aspirational. And he hits it right there. Right. Thank it you. Should have, it should have. Sta- but no. here's the thing, though. Oh, no. If we're if we're gonna look at it from a stat distribution, if, if the stats look good. Cool. Stats look great. You want to wear the armor. But here's the second problem. It before people would sweat out shacks for a uh, light level. We're not worried about light level anymore. We're not boosting power level anymore. So yeah, next ch- season they're keeping us at eighteen hundred as well. Yeah. So like that they've removed multiple. But they've removed a reason to use vendor armor, which is light level, and. They and they they're not fixing the stat distribution, and the armor don't look good. So they're like, oh. "Hey, well, like we're, we're, we're you're not wearing this, so we're not going to uh, utilize it." Well, you're not making you're giving us a reason to wear it. It's it's another chicken before the egg. I'll Did tell you see? what, though. I I, okay, I will I'm... tell you a very important thing. I will and I have grinded out. <laughs> Some really ugly sets because they dropped with high stats. Mm-hmm. That's what I really think you, that they yeah, do. Like, 
But that's not an appearance. Though. Half half my armor sets that I use for raids are freaking Tusk Allegiance armor from Season of the Risen. You think I want to? Yeah, Hell no. it's just ornaments. That's yeah. my point, right there. That's my point, right there. Yeah. People are just yeah. gonna ornament over this good statted armor anyway. Yeah. So Bungie's yeah. saying if you're gonna ornament over it, it's not like people are using this armor as like ornament fuel to ornament like ornament over other armor. Mm-hmm. There aren't any aspects of the armor that people are using for like drip purposes. So yeah. if you're not gonna use it for drip purposes, we might as well just not even fucking put right. time and death time into it. But then you have the chicken before the egg situation again where the, the shit don't look good, so we're not gonna wear it. Well, if you're not gonna wear it, we're gonna get rid of it. It's it like it's a chicken before the egg situation. 22. If you're not gonna use it, then we won't even develop for it. It's a basic premise of vote with your wallet. Vote with your time. If you don't play something, you can't be bad when they just like, well, you know, we won't develop it no more. Because clearly, it you have shown me through your action that you don't want it. That's fair. And if you don't want it, then who am I to force you to take it? I'm just saying it's a it's a it's a weird ass chicken before the egg, and Bundy needs to re- look back at the data because I it feels. Re- point in the chat too. Um, every say? class, he said every class has hundreds of armor sets, and we're pressed over the ones from the tower vent. <laughs> I mean, oh, hey, uh, hey, uh, I, 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 you, you have a really good point. You really have a good point. But at the same time, if we're going to, like, I was But the community focuses on stuff that they don't even use in the first place. But see, I, I, I think about it where, where that, where that in lies the problem, though. Where that in lies the problem. Bungie set an expectation, let it ride for a long time, and then didn't say anything for a long time. And then now we're like, hey, where's the shit you promised? And now they're like, hey, uh, we we know we messed up, but we're not going to give you anything. It like, you know what it sounds like? You know what it sounds like? It sounds like like the Overwatch 2 PVE problem. Uh, Tell me I'm wrong. Tell me I'm wrong. That's not nearly the same. No, it's it's the same thing. They're like, hey, we're going to give you a PVE mode. Nothing. 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 Hey, so we know we 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 know we 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 promised you a PVE mode, but you're not gonna get it. Like that's what this feels like. The way I see it is the reason why I think those are two completely different situations is because not only did they promise them a PVE mode, they gave them a roadmap of what to expect. Yeah. And hide that mode. This is like this is what we're working on. Yeah. Right. And it's like they gave them pictures. They had press releases. Yeah, they was, was going and, Bungie, to and Bungie did the same thing in the twabs. In the twabs, they're like, "Hey, we're, we're going to give you one them. per year, one per year." And people are like, "Hey, where's our new armor set?" I don't know. It's mm. a it's a valid complaint. Like it's it's, it's not it's, it's not like, like quantifiably it's a little it's bit different, really not. but in terms of concept, it's the it's like, it's similar. It's like like quantifiably, so it's a little bit different, petty. but like. Eh. It's it's really okay. like I'm not saying it's petty. I take that back. It's not petty. I'm just saying. Look, hear me out. Be really willing to sacrifice like the real grandiose scale armor that Bungie's mm-hmm. been producing. Because I'm gonna be honest with you, 
that Ghost of the Deep armor. I don't know you were going to say that. You know, now you're going you to get Tower on your side. Now you're going to get Tower on your side, and I'm a loser. I'm mad at you. It's I the, like, the quality. Five armor. I'm telling you, like, people see this as a genuine slight toward them, whereas I'm just saying, like, the less time they spend developing bullshit that we're not going to use, the more time they can spend developing the shit we want. Yeah. That is how I'm taking what Bungie said. Like, well, see, that's a dangerous slope, though, because that goes into what they're saying of like, hey, you could get a new PvP map or you could get a new exotic mission. And they're like, they're holding the, they're hold, they're holding Presage at gunpoint. Like, hey, you want a new Presage? You want a new Whisper of the Worm? You want a new Revision Zero? Or do you want a PvP map? And it, and it comes off Ooh. real suspect. It comes off real suspect. Like, I think people, like, I'm be honest, hear me out. Because okay. it's always going, like, it's about the long game. I'm looking at the long game here. Like, are we going to sit here and, like, develop PvP maps for PvP where mm. the vast majority of players don't engage with? So the vast majority of, like, I'm telling you, there's a pretty big casual player base out there that don't right. give a damn about Crucible. Hell, I even stopped going in for my three Crucible games a week to get the pinnacle one. I've been perfectly fine ever since. Oh, yeah, sh- shit. Shout out to Scott Free with the Prime sub. For sure. Oh, snap. Spend that money. Spend it. I must have had alerts uh, off that when we can do the show. So, like, I want to make sure I shouted that out. Uh, but 100%, like, they're taking away. It's not like the PvP community saying, like, hey, look, we are willing to take less dev time on these aspects of PvP for you to make us more maps. They're like, fuck PvE. Stop giving them shit and focus on us. Well, we want like, your attention now. Well, so like, give us what we want. One, well, one thing that I've seen a, a few times now is the, is the conversation of, hey, Final Shape comes out, bet, done, no big deal. Once Final Shape's done, can we get one season, no story, or very little story, and it's just PvP gambit changes or sandbox changes or exotic okay. refreshes? See? That's, yeah. that's, 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 a, that's a conversation I've been hearing. And if Bungie, came out and, and Bungie, if Bungie came out and said, that's going to be the new system, one season story, one season sandbox changes. I think a lot of people could get behind that. I think a lot of people could get behind no. that. But they're not they're not saying that. They're like, hey, Gambit's gonna die in the corner. They'll get loose and hive next year and Shadow Cabal, but it's gonna go die in the corner. And Crucible's mm-hmm. just gonna function as it is with with with, with tro- a neutron map and a reprise map, and that's it. And it's like mm-hmm. That's not a fair assessment though. That's hyperbole. Like they're not saying they're not developing other shit. They're just not telling you. As soon as they come up with the thought in their mind. And I think that's pissing off a lot of people because they want that old school bungee like uh transparency that yeah. they used to get. We're, and we're, 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 we're gonna get into that. We're like hold 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 bungee, that one. We're, we're gonna get into that. I'll hold off on it. But like Bungie's legitimately moved into a point where they're like, Look, we release information as we lock it down. Right. And we know yeah. They want, they want the same go. amount of transparency they used to have. Yeah. Well, they can't get that, and we'll get into you that can't in a little get bit. That no more. But yeah, what, you can't get that the, of apples. You can't. But what's even more of a problem is that not only are they not getting that transparency, they're taking that like empty space 
and they're rallying themselves up into a frenzy. Mm-hmm. Like Bungie has not said that they're not making more PvP maps. They haven't told you that they're not coming PvP, up. Yeah, with that is fair. They, they just said this is what's gonna happen. The, 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 all like just, pretty much what they said was like, hey, this is why you don't see as many PvP maps, and that's it. They, they didn't say all? one way or the other if you're getting any new maps after Dreaming City comes back. They just said, hey, yo, this is the situation and no other information. So people are like, hey, yo, we're, 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 we're kind of scared right now. Bungie, can you alleviate some fear? And what kind of worries me, though, I will say this. Um, what was it? Speak on it. Um, I could have sworn, uh, not yesterday, but the day before last, there was an article that came out I, 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 where they said, hey, we're going to make changes to Crucible and Gambit ahead of the of of the of the uh release of, of the state of the game and people were like cool yeah gambit changes uh crucible changes great and then they're like this is what you got and it's like that's a little rough right there that's kind of concerning but we will, we're gonna talk we're gonna talk about the about the, about the dev communication they're gonna admit it but now that we're i, I will say this they gave us two really good sections where they talked about PvP connectivity and changes to matchmaking where they're going to widen the band a little bit for the the high skill and the low skill where because mm-hmm. they've been getting reports that on the high end people are having to wait 8, 9, 10 minutes for a match and also on the low end because they're low skill players they're waiting 8, 9, 10 minutes for a match mm-hmm. so they're going to widen that band a little bit not a lot they're going to widen that band a little bit that way like High skill players can find a match, and low skill players can find a match, and the mid players can still thrive. That's good. And we're finally going to implement the uh, fire team finder, which yeah. which oh, that, 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 we're, we're going to get to that in a second. Well, I'm super excited for. Well, we're we're going to get we're going to get to that. Um, the other thing, game security. They're talking about like, hey, we're, 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 this is stuff we've done. We're working on new policies. Now, there, one thing. They said, hey, in addition, we have continued to adapt new policies to protect players, including abuse of external accessibility tools. They mean Cronus and Zim. However, there are still reports that Cronus and Zim people are running rampant in the Crucible. And hey, yo, um, I forgot to show y'all this, but I walked, in, I, I walked into GameStop the other day, right? GameStop selling Cronuses. Yeah. GameStop mm-hmm. selling Cronuses like they're freaking action replays from, from the early 2000s. And they're like, hey, they're not technically cheating, so we can make a profit. I'm like, man, like, that's I a mean, dangerous they, slope, my I, guy. The thing is, is that they're, they, Cronus and Zim devices are meant to be used for people like me who have arthritis. For people who have, um, you know, who maybe may not have use of full use of their hands at all and have to use. Right. And we've talked about that before on the show. We've talked about how, like, um, criticism, like, um, like can, can, can be used for accessibility. However, Cronus and Zim, the, the companies who make them, advertise that they're cheating devices. They advertise oh. on their websites that you can increase your fire rate and make your stability great. Like, have the best combat features. And the selling point. 
but not the full use. So Bungie sort of put in that article about accessibility and whatnot that they're like, hey, if you use it for accessibility, that's fine. But if we catch you cheating, that's a whole different dynamic. And we've talked yeah. about that on the show. We've, we've talked about that plenty of times on the show before. But at the same time, it's a real slippery slope. And we've even talked, like, I remember when Astacross did a whole video where he talked to people with disabilities and stuff like that. And there was that, that there was that there was that talking point of if Cronus and Zim users are doing this, they're gonna get banned. I think what people want is for people to use official means of accessibility, like the Xbox controller that, that, that came out with, or the PlayStation controller, yeah. and that would make more sense rather than a company saying, "Hey, we're cheating! Come use the cheating device." It just it's a bad it's a bad look. It's funny because Sony and place or Sony and Microsoft both make accessibility controllers. Yeah. You know, the well, especially the Microsoft one for Xbox is Microsoft so amazing. It's beautiful and I yeah. absolutely adore it. The problem is is places like GameStop and your little mom and pop uh mm -hmm. game reseller. They don't sell they, they don't sell them. So you have to pay out your ass by buying them directly from mm -hmm. Sony and Microsoft through their stores. And they're not and like insurance. Like there's like no like health insurance policy for those either. It's like you gotta pay out of pocket for that. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So it's a very tr slippery slope. It's like it, like it's very much like you have the, you have these companies that are like use our device for cheating, but then there's select people who use them for accessibility and are using that as a, as a talking point. But then there's the cheaters who are trying to slide in behind them, like yeah, accessibility, and it's like can't do that, homie. Now I I, I will say flat out, Activision, and I don't like giving Activision props for shit, but Activision mm. and Epic Games. We're flat out. They're like, hey, yo, we don't care if you're handicapped or not. We we detect that shit, you're done. And, and that, that's a fair blanket way to go about it because they want to avoid the problem. Yeah. They're like, mm -hmm. and, I, and I can respect that. So, I, I, and, and people were looking for Bungie to make an, an, an official statement like that. But then Bungie's like, eh, we hear the talking point about accessibility. So we're going to like try to walk the line. And it's like, I don't think y'all can walk the line like that. So it, it's weird. Um, I don't know. I'm probably one of the very few people that look at it as like, okay, there are many accessibility options out there. Yeah. All right. There are many of them out there. And I'm not going to sit here and say that all of them are overpriced as hell. Mm -hmm. But not everybody has access to uh, cheap and affordable like uh, accessibility tools. But I will say that no matter what it is, if it gives you a upper hand in a video game, 100% mm. twice on Tuesday, there are going to be people that abuse it. Yeah. And I'm going to be honest. Look, look, look what happened with, 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 with AutoFire recently. With exactly. AutoFire, you catch everybody that mama using AutoFire now, regardless if you have a, a disability or not. Yeah, because uh -huh. some things are just good. Yeah. Some things should just be features. But I'm going to take it a step further, and I'm going to make a lot of people upset with it. Okay. Right? And that is, when it comes down to Crucible, people aren't as good as they think they are. They just enjoy the advantages of the sandbox and the uh, general like game mode and how Crucible is built mm -hmm. of not everybody having equal footing. Mm 
They enjoy not having equal footing with their opponents. And that is the reason why so many PvP players hate for raid exotics when they're good Mm -hmm. to be really accessible and for people to have them. Because I've been, like, the biggest advocate of going back to uh, Garden of Salvation, where you just make the raid exotic a quest so people can get in. I've been saying that for a hundred years, dog. I've been saying that for a hundred years. But I I messed up my camera, and now I'm trying to fix it. Uh, But, like, (laughs) so much of the community loves to gatekeep things because having the thing is better than... Like actually earning the skill or whatnot. The fact that somebody else has it and you're not like a part of this exclusive club is mm-hmm. what drives this community, yeah, and it drives it hard. I felt weird <laughs> like talking to the corner, so I flipped my camera that way. It looks like I'm talking to you guys, and it was driving me nuts. But see, and here that's that's a, that's an interesting topic though because people have been saying for years now that that the the, the way the div quest works is gatekeeping because people don't raid. People don't raid, and and they're annoyed that they have to find a fire team to go do div. Now, let's let, let's take a break from from the negative, and let's praise Bungie a little bit while possibly digging a little bit of the negative. But in ter- but in terms of the, of the grand scheme, something that we've been asking for for a million years is finally coming next season. Ooh, Favoriting gators. It's, it's not just favoring shaders too; it's favoring ornaments and shaders. And I'm like, yeah. yo, I, I can get and, with it. I'm gonna be and honest. Along with that, they're finally turning trans mat effects and going into and they're taking away from being consumables and putting them on the ships. And I'm like, mm-hmm. Bravo, quality of life change. Good job. I have a, a controversial opinion. Well, okay. it's controversial. I just think it's a very contrary opinion. Whilst yeah. I both appreciate Bungie making this change, I really like it. I'm not going to sit here and tell Bungie that they're bad. Do you have a problem making... with me favoriting shaders, David? If you're mad at me for half, like that, I don't want to have to flip no. five pages to find buffer overflow. Uh, we, we we don't have the box because well, that's a problem. I will be honest with you, and I feel like. I feel like there's a lot of people that feel the way I feel. Like, you know, a lot of people say I praise Bungie for way too much uh-huh. and I don't get on them enough. But especially with this state of the game that they just gave us, uh-huh. like, you cannot say, hey, you know, we're trimming the fat on a lot of this content that people aren't using so that we can have more dev time and resources for other things. And then this quality, like, this level of quality of life. Like updates are what you produce. I, yeah. I'll be honest with you, like 100%. This is a very good change. Yeah. I appreciate it. I thank you, Bungie, for giving it to me. Yeah. But just like I praise you, I'm gonna I'm gonna make sure you better. I'm gonna make you better, as we say in the army. Like, look, this was a luxury change that you wasted time with, where you could be fixing PvP. I, I I I love how I went from being the most like critical motherfucker in the room, and then Dava flips the script. I'm like, are you kidding look, me, dog? Look, I've been here yeah. at Bungie's throat the past hour, and then you do this to me. No, 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 Panda, Panda. We haven't even gotten to the narrative changes yet. I'm pissed. Oh, 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 no, no. Okay, so like, hold, hold up. Okay, so, okay. Let, let, let's talk. Let's talk out the good shit real quick. Okay, cool. So, 
Here, here's the one thing that I'm like, hey, yo, y'all should have did this so long ago, but good job finally doing it. They're finally yeah. making it so the stasis quest for Beyond Light doesn't take 5,000 years, and Elsie Bray's just going to have a, ve- a vendor thing set up for you to pay Glimmer for. 100%. Brav the fuck Brav the fuck Proud of you. Proud of you. The new lights. Do you, do you know how many new lights have joined? The, have joined the, the, the Cosmodrome Radio Clam recently? Where like they're like, we. I I, I can't use Shatter Dive. I, I can't use these stasis aspects you want me to use for my Warlock build because I have to wait five weeks. And I'm like, bro, it sucks. Like this has to change. And I'm like, finally, just just give LC a freaking vendor screen. And I, I'm so happy. I'm so freaking happy. I do have a slight concern on that. It's Why? not necessarily like the the huge concern, the cost. Because it's I mean, it's, it's the same been... cost as the, the the other ones, the three stuff. Right, right. But that's the thing. It's still going to cost a new like five hundred k to fully unlock spaces. Right, which is fair. I think I think it's fair, like in the same way as the rest of them. You have to, you have to put that rather than making it so you have to like your gate kept by time. If you want to mm. put the time in to grind out that much glimmer, props. Like, that's fine. But we're not going to lock you in by having to wait seven days. If you get enough glimmer in that amount of time, props. But we're, but we're not going to, like, like put a... We, we've opened the jail cell, but just left some cow traps on the ground for you as you walk across the road. Like, I, I, I like it's, it's a weird metaphor, but that's how it feels, where it's like you have a long hallway to wa- walk down to the end of the prison, but we've unlocked the door, if that makes sense. Like, mm-hmm. that's, like, that's like the best way I can make that metaphor work. Okay, so yeah, transmit effects, they're finally giving people a resource tab. Which I think is great because Thank it explains. Now here's oh my, my controversial God. opinion with this though. Oh my dear! <laughs> you you finally gave us a resource screen that explains to every new light player and casual player what each resource does, and yet you got rid of planetary materials. Bungie, we gonna fight. I, 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 I am somebody that 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 is diehard. Like planetary materials should never have been uh, deprecated because it it gets rid of the uniqueness of the the planet. Like it, it like it reminded me of No Man's Sky. Hey yo, you have to go get materials to do the thing. Now you have glimmer in, a, in an enhancement core, and you just walk up to the the, the, uh, the vendor, and you're done. Like there should still be some complexities about the game. Granted. It shouldn't be like Avengers Square Enix where you got like isolated five other motherfuckers the minute you open the game that they don't even explain how to use. But it should be like, hey, there's this vendor screen that explains where you find this, where you find this, et cetera, et cetera, yada, yada. And that makes sense. But in terms of like, in general, just being like, we're going to keep deprecating and deprecating, but not explain when you could have just explained, it feels a little weird. If that makes sense. I mean, there was nothing to use them for. You would use them for upgrade modules before they got rid of upgrade modules. Before they got rid of them. Like you just buy upgrade modules for a condensed okay. set of resources. Right, but that, that also could like, like made made planetary resources mean something with like a vendor or something. I'm just saying, like it took away from the the space part of the space fantasy. If it makes sense, you know I what I mean. That. I it, that. just, uh, that's a little weird. Now, Condensing it down to like rudimentary elements. Now, sandbox changes. 
We're getting three new strand aspects. They don't tell us they don't. They're not telling us what they're what they're about. We only, all we have names. We're getting the whirling maelstrom for the hunter. That sounds like 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 a, like a tornado. That's gonna be annoying as hell. The banner of war sounds like a buff rather than a freaking uh like cool thing, which annoys me. And then weave walk, which oh dear, that sounds terrifying. That sounds terrifying. Sounds to me like I might be getting a strand blink where I drop babies. More that sounds, babies. That sounds, that, sounds, that sounds traumatic. More babies. That, that sounds traumatic. Um, exotic armor reworks. They're doing a part two to their giant exotic rework they did last this past season. Um, pray to God. Pray to God for a mask of the quiet one rework. Pray to God for a Saint fourteen helm rework. Please, Bungie. Like and, um, I, I, bring I, I, the zombies I, I, back to their former glory. I, I, heard, I, I, heard, I heard a really good opinion uh, like yesterday. They should buff Foe Tracer. Buff Foe Tracer and a couple of the 101 things that aren't being used. Now, like now I will say, like this is my one wish this is my one this is my one wish list thing for for this rework. Bungie, if you I don't you're probably not watching, but it's fine. Bungie. Just do what you did to save to to the Eternal Warrior to save 14 Helm. If you can do what you did to Eternal Warrior to save 14 Helm, I will never take it off except for when I want to when I want to wear no backup plans and wear my bare helmet. Literally, that's all you have to do. Just make save 14 Helm like Eternal Warrior, where it gives you buffs for using void weapons. That way, it doesn't just give you an over like a blind overshield and blind bubble. And I will never take it off. Like 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 flat out. If you do that, I will be the happiest kid in the candy store, hands down. Also, Doomfang Pauldrons, buff them because I want to be able to use Sentinel Shield offensively in a, in a GM. Make Doomfang Pauldrons better. Twenty twenty three. Um. Now, for uh further uh, new weapon subfamilies are coming with Final Shape. Sounds like we're getting a new a new weapon type. Sounds dope. We'll have to look into it in, in two weeks. We are also getting new weapon zoning and different things like that. They show touch of malice in the, in the in the picture, which leads me to believe we're buffing, um, like 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 certain things, like maybe buffing certain exotic weapons too. Sounds great. Now, oh boy, here here's the, the, the here's the sitch. Bungie is is very much like, hey guys, so. We know you don't like the way we approached Final Shape storytelling, but you know what? We don't give a fuck. And I'm like, oh, man. That's not what they said. That is not at all what they said. That's what you heard. Yeah. What they said. Okay, Tower, break it down. Tower, break it down. So Final Shape is going to go back to the one-and-done campaign story, which for me, I mean, I've, 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 I've gotten some good counterpoints about it, but for me, I'm pissed. Why? I'm absolutely pissed. Because it means that they caved to people like Paul Tassie and Bife who don't know shit about long-form narration. But see, here's the thing, and we've talked about this before. There's a difference between, like, 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 there's a big difference between AO. We have a certain narrative structure. We're, we've built this up over multiple seasons to be the Infinity War of our of our storytelling. 
and we're and, and, yeah. as, and, and, and at the end of it, you're gonna lose. Yeah. And, about, and, like, and you and you've even and you've even agreed with me before that like even with the season of defiance, it like we this could have been like Red War where we lost. I have I have agreed on certain things with you. However, I right. still I still keep my base my base approval of how they're going about the year of content. Not the one and done bullcrap. And the thing is, is the reason that I am enjoying the year-long content is Uh because the same people who were bitching about how Lightfall doesn't, you know, isn't a whole thing about or they're 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 confused and pissed off about how lightful is a whole year worth of content that is a continuous storyline. Those same people were bitching and moaning about how individual seasons in the past didn't have anything to do with the campaign story. They're the same people who bitched about how Season of Plunder had nothing to do with the campaign story or had no continuous you know, continuity with the rest of the It's the same damn... That's a tricky slope. Because here's the thing. I'm a firm believer that the... the, 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 the... Oh, God, I mean, I didn't mean to cut you off. Go ahead and finish. Well, no. So they were the same people who were confused about the fact that, like, Season of Undying had nothing to do with the uh the freaking storyline of shadow keep and they had they were confused on how like season of undying had anything to do with season of the worthy because there was no continuity between the seasonal stories yet last year those same people were complaining were 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 you know applauding bungie about the seasonal storylines having continuity up to you know season of plunder and then they had no idea what the hell season of plunder was all about they couldn't understand the fact that season of plunder was supposed to be the deep breath before the plunge you know in order to calm us down after all i feel dark- like you're you're you're, you're mixing your your like, like your apples and your oranges a little bit here with, with this no, no. Let, 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 let me explain the, 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 there's petty people in the community don't get me wrong but i think there's a difference between like, um, what was it? Season of the Risen beggar story, season of the of the, of the haunted beggar story. Then, them go like then without warning, without any tease, especially with how they did the witch queen uh pre- uh presentation, and with no teasing, no nothing, just threw pirates at you. No, no, ex- no explanation, no planning, no nothing. The only thing we knew about it was. Aramis is frozen on Europa. That's all we knew about it. With no knowledge, no, no planning, no nothing. Because for all we knew, for, for, for all we knew, um, I did tell you, but that's a conversation for a different. Well, like, like I'm explaining from a casual perspective, like, like from a casual, like doesn't read the twin, doesn't re- doesn't like doesn't read the lore books, but also like in terms of like 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 a, like a narrative structure. But like 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 they very much went, hey yo, pirates, no warning, no nothing. Here you go. That that's what you got, and then they're like, "Hey, okay. now we're gonna we're, we're gonna catch back up." And also, I will I will die oh. on this hill. I will die on this specific hill. the The Veil containment mission 
is just the Beyond Light Born in Darkness mission pushed off a season. I will die on that hill. That the okay. male, the, because least... the board of Dar- because the board of darkness mission came out the same day as Beyond Light. There was no weekly time 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 gate. You did it. You moved on to the next one. You did it. You moved on to the next one, and you were done. You got the whole Elsie Bray, um, and Anna Bray go meet the big head, and you were done. That was the whole story, the whole narrative, and the post game of Lightfall. That made mm-hmm. sense. Same thing. With Aram, with with Shadowkeep, but Shadowkeep was a little bit different. Shadowkeep time gated you by weeks, but within the same season during season of Undying, that released with Shadowkeep. You had, yeah, to, wait, you had to wait five weeks with Shadowkeep to get the information with all the different um, members of of Eris's team that died, their little trinkets. But it was still a weekly structure that you did with them. People mm. were, were very jarring with, hey, this should have just been with the whole package. Like, it could be over a few weeks with the same package, but it should have been with the package. And also with this, you and I have yeah, both agreed. It... You and I have both right? agreed. The way uh, Sloan just chucked um, uh, the witness's whole backstory at us was jarring as hell. When th- That should have been in the Lightfall campaign. There, yes, there's... I, there's... I... There's a way to do... Oh, go ahead. I'll keep cutting you off. That that has nothing to do with what I'm talking about now. What I was expecting, what I was hoping for, was them to continue on a cohesive, continuous story throughout the year. Now, granted, they haven't said anything about the seasonal stories, and I hope the only reason that I'm not going out, you know, and, you know, calling out Bungie for going back to the one-and-done story you know, like other people would do, is because I understand they didn't provide any information about the seasonal story. I'm hoping that the seasonal stories will be a continuation from the campaign like they are this year. Like when when we got got that first season, when we got the Defiance with Lightfall, it was like we were battling on two fronts. And I appreciated that. It was like you know, the whole, okay, here's what's going on on the home front. Here's what we're doing out in the universe. And I think that was really great. I think that having the seasonal stories from Defiance now into the current season, Season of the Deep, there there's a continuity there that also ties back to Lightfall. Right. The thing is that in previous years, and now they have been slowly creeping that in. Beyond Light had, you know, some seasons that had to do with the, you know, the 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 DLC content, you know, with Splicer. Yeah. We went back to Europa and we figured out what was going on with the the Elixir there. Yeah. I thought that was great. It tied it back to mm-hmm. Beyond Light. And they've been slowly doing that with the seasons in Beyond Light, with the seasons in Witch Queen. Yeah. But the the thing about it is, is that the community had such an uproar, not realizing the what is what has been going on the past couple of years and the past couple of expansions with that longer form that they blew up at Bungie over Lightfall because they didn't realize that there was continuity. Even with Season of the Plunder, there was continuity there 
because it did tie back to season of uh oh god <laughs> the, the the leviathan season it tied back to that because again after having you know a year year and a half of depressing and horrible stories about how we're having to deal with um you know racism and xenophobia right. and having to deal with our own hidden demons yeah. you know in order to break out of that you have to have some sort of levity and yeah. that's what season of the plunder was season of the plunder was that deep that 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 calm after the storm mm-hmm. like we've been dealing with a storm for you know a huge hurricane or a tornado for two years before that point, we needed something to calm us down. I think before well, I, 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 I get, I get where you're at. I think the problem is goes back to the same thing I said about the hand cannon portion, the veil containment change goes back to the same thing, like the same thing where Bungie didn't communicate that. They didn't say, like same, same, same thing with the veil containment and the hand cannon missing. They well, let me say this. Let me, let me say this. I think it's the same kind of concept where they're like, "Hey, the hand cannon, like, like the, the response to Lightfall in the hand cannon situ- situation, because the hand cannon was, was missing from the, from the campaign, and the, the, the constant questions of where, what, what's the veil? What's the veil? Explain the veil. The, the campaign doesn't make sense. Where we hate the campaign. The campaign isn't like anything we've ever had before." And then Bungie had to come out in an article after the fact and be like, hey, we're trying long-form storytelling. Hey, you'll get this gun the next season. When the advertisement said, hand cannon's on the poster. Even if you go look at Steam or yeah. PlayStation right now, that hand cannon's on the poster. Same concept. So- they, waited okay. until, they waited until the day of the Witch Queen presentation. They're like, hey, yo. We're going. We're going to the throne world. We're gonna fight Savathun in these lucid hive. And shit's about to get serious. But first, pirates. And it's like that's what that's what irritated people off. What was the frustration of the of the jarring change of pace without communication? That's so, what that's what people were, were frustrated that. by. I'm gonna say okay, the, the I feel like I can bridge the gap between you two. Okay. Right. Right. So what Tower's saying isn't wrong. Her, I, know, I, I agree. I agree with the statement. Yeah, I, I agree but with her statement. But I'm trying to like I'm trying to put the pieces together. Panda is that like you would have liked a little bit of like build up into like this farm, right? Like you just say, I, like I, I feel like Bungie needs to communicate what the hell they're, they're selling to people because I will die on the hill that that hand cannon should have been like a that hand cannon had no reason to be in Veil Containment because it was a pre it was a pre rolled legendary hand cannon that no one hardly uses but they advertised yeah. it like it was going to be a damn exotic and that that shit should have been that that, that shit should have been in the base game was it that hand cannon like uh hand cannon that was like uh what was it made by like a community. Member no, or something no. designed. All right. Well, no. anyway, it was, it was on the Lightfall poster. You, the uh-huh. hunter's holding it. The hunter's holding it right on the, on the right side of the poster. 
as a part of the lightfall campaign but, but they because had to the tell you human. they had to tell you after the fact and be like hey you, so, we we know we didn't tell you but that hand cannon is coming next season and they showed you a picture like hold on it's coming next season and it was very out of pocket it was very much like they, because they just, players they, are used to getting things as soon as they release it Right, and what I'm saying is, Bungie but needed to communicate happen. that. Bungie needs to because you got to. Like, no. we, we talked about this before. We talked about this before. No. People hardly even read the twid. People don't even like like people like we've talked about the fact that Bungie needs to put a bulletin board at the tower. You and and, and, Scott, Free, and, and, and Scott Free right. just said Bungie wants to have secrets. That's fine, but then don't yeah. put it on the poster. That's what I'm but saying. Also, don't put it on the poster. Right above that, Scarlet says we're still missing the grenade launcher and the machine gun from the poster. By the way, no, we're not. So, what? Why? Why are you so? Why are you so hung up on the hand cam when there's two other? When there's two other items. What? The grenade launcher gun on the poster. The grenade launcher, I think. The grenade launcher. Is the heavy grenade launcher from the campaign? That's no, not. And if that's the case, then I just overlooked it, and we should have been saying something regardless. And, and the machine what gun, and the, and, the, and the machine gun, we already know the machine gun was the void one. We know the machine no. gun's in the game. It's not the the machine gun is not. Dog, I will pull up the light the lightfall trailer right now. I will I will put it on screen. Don't play with me. Like that that machine gun, what like is the um We're talking about the poster, not the trailer, by the way. Well no, well no, and like if you're talking about the if you're talking about the lightfall poster, the 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 the, the, the gun the Titan's holding is Quicksilver Storm. Like and like mm-hmm. in the post like in the secondary poster, there's like two different posters. There's the there's the one poster. I'll put them on screen. Let me let me let me download them. There's two different. There's two different posters they're talking about, and like in, in like in in both posters, the the Titans holding two different weapons. Um, add image, image, browse. So in this one, Titans holding Quicksilver Storm. That's what you can see right there. That's not a machine gun. Quicksilver Storm is just fucking huge. That's not. That's not. That's not a machine gun. It's Quicksilver Storm. That's not Quicksilver Storm. That is literally Quicksilver Storm to a T. Not... Look at it. I'm looking at the poster right now. That's not Bro, Quicksilver. I'm, I can put Quicksilver Storm on the screen with it right now. Not from like, what it, I'm it, seeing. It's the same gun to a T. And they showed it in the trailer. And they're like, hey, you know that gun that you saw in the trailer? It's literally like available right now if you pre-order the game. I will put them both on frame together. I, I, I'm being oh. that petty right now for the, for the sake of the, of the, of the, of the live. Cause it's fun. Hold on, I'm on mobile because so I gotta uh, I gotta do some. some... So, so oh, they're fine, but I haven't pulled I have them both pulled up right now back to back. Wait, they're, wait, like, no, they're, that's they're... Quicksilver Storm. You're right. Yeah, that is what. Yeah, that is Quicksilver Storm. Yeah. I, I, I flipped them both on the side. It's the same hold gun. On. Hold on, the grenade launcher. Let me see. Now the grenade launcher. I will say I could be wrong yeah, about the grenade what... launcher. The grenade launcher. If that's the case. And the grenade launcher has just been abandoned. Then where's the grenade launcher? 
that yeah. that's a whole that's a whole other ball game because you're right that grenade launch that the grenade launcher does look very much like the hand cannon yeah. and the grenade launcher is just not talked about at all the grenade launcher is just like gone so i i will i will give i will give chat that i will give chat that the grenade launcher is something that needs to be addressed too <clears throat> i think the issue is and i will i will die on this hill i will die on this hill is if Bungie, if, if Bungie is going to make a drastic change like they did, they need to communicate it. It's cool to have some secrets. We're not, we're not, we're not, don't get it twisted. Whisper was great. People love Whisper. Whisper was found by a dude on Reddit. But at the same Actually, time. My buddy I'm, who posted on Reddit. I'm going to say I, this. I, I, that's dope. Uh, I, and... My, my. Badger box I, literally accidentally stumbled into it, and he he posts he's the one who that, posted awesome. it up. But yeah, no, yeah. Like, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, with, like things like whisper, and I don't it's want great. to hurt your feelings, Panda. Um, I don't hurt your feelings. Bungie doesn't owe us shit. Yeah. What are you gonna say? Like, I, I already know. Not even just that Bungie doesn't owe us shit. I legit, like 100. percent Bungie doesn't to tell you everything about what's happening. Mm. And I think that people's expectation of Bungie telling you everything that's about to happen is one of the biggest problems with Lightfall. Not just with yeah. the campaign, mm. but with how people are digesting the lore. And yeah. this is my hill and I'll die on it. People are so upset with Lightfall because mm. their expectations weren't met. But their expectations were never expectations ever. People have yeah. had years, years of like fan-made lore, like headcanon. Lightfall fails. Like the biggest pain point of Lightfall is that people's headcanon was not met. People mm. had an idea of what the veil was without Bungie ever saying anything about it. All they said is that it was a thing. They never told us what it was. They never told us what it was supposed to be. Right. For years, they've never had an official statement on anything. But we as a yeah. community have created head like canon that when Lightfall released, that head canon was not like affirmed. And then people went through cognitive dissonance. Like, oh my God, yeah. how dare them not have the thing that I've been going on for like years now. Because I remember yeah. at one point where the veil was supposed to be another faction, like yeah. another alien race. That's, that's true. That people believed it was. Yeah. So now that yeah. they're here and they're not getting the answers that they thought they were going to get, now they're yeah. upset because now it's like, that's not what I thought this was. I thought what? I was going to be getting something different. And see, and here's, here's where I, 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 I agree with you. But here's the other side of that sword. The, I was just bun to that. the Bungie marketing uh -huh. and the, the way they went about prepping Lightfall. Uh -huh. they, they, the, one of the trailers that I just rewatched real quick, the uh -huh. end of it says, Our end begins tomorrow. They played the our end begins. Yeah. As in, people saw this, people thought that, like, like, because here's the thing, and we've talked about this before. I don't think anybody in their mama ever thought we weren't going to lose at the end of Lightfall. People wanted yeah, us to lose. People were looking for light to fall. But in the yeah. end, only thing that fell was 
a chunk of the traveler fell off, and there's a there's a p- triangle portal now. No. Light didn't fall. Light like, didn't fall at all. Yeah. Like like we've we've talked about previously that pe- like people uh, were expecting like a red ward level event where towers decimated. We're we're on the brink of defeat. Shadow Legion's rolling in. The only mm-hmm. hope we have is to go to Neptune. That's what people expected, and we but didn't get not- that. That's because that was their headcanon. But a far worse event has uh, transpired. And I don't understand why people are just breathing over it. But the tower oh, is like, perceived to be dead right now. People think the yeah. tower is died. Your ghost is grieving the death of its creator. Yeah. That is far worse but, but, hey, but here, here, let me Let me throw it up. Let, 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 let me flip that back at you. Go at, the end, at the end of the Lightfall campaign... Okay. Z- Zavala and Ikora barely feel shattered whatsoever. You know what? You know when they felt like because if you're watching, if you're reading the little paragraphs yeah, they did, so they did like like they're, they're like like I don't I don't want to speak ill of the dead, but Lance and and the new girl playing Ikora, they didn't they 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 sounded worse when they lost their light when Red War yeah. happened. Ikora had an existential crisis on Io. Zavala's, Zavala's trying to survive with Sloan on, on Titan. They had an existential Panda. crisis. They people Panda. expected that level of, of distress. Panda. What? You need to understand something that's a very hard concept for civilians to understand. And that is the weight of having to be a leader. Okay? In the military, you don't show when something affects you. You have to be strong to be mm-hmm. able to run a unit, to be able to handle the issues that your people are going through. They learned, they learned from what happened in Red War because everybody was feeling the loss of the light at that yeah. point. Yeah. Nobody was not feeling that. Right. But there is nothing comparable to losing your light mm-hmm. as we're going through right now. There is no loss of light, so they don't have that feeling of absolute devastation. They're mm-hmm. just as confused as we are, but they can't show that. They have to keep a level head and keep their eyes on the prize, focused on what we have to do right now, and plan out for what has to be done in the future. And Dave, I hope you can back me up on this because you're counter to that. My counter to I that have, is I have one very controversial thing between both. Okay, we'll, we'll get there. In a, we'll, we'll get there in a second. But my ca- my counter my, my counter to Tower there is if y'all can express existential crisis emotion when your light's gone. And and let me finish. Let me finish. And, and and Lance can express his existential crisis about the tower, like helping the hive in in the, in the Witch Queen campaign. There needed to like and, and and if they trust the guardian, the guardian, the standing character, the oh. level at, at the level they do to show emotion, like in Forsaken and the Red War and Witch Queen, they should have sh- they should have showed that at the end of Lightfall, and it not just be you walking up to vendors. That that's one of the biggest criticisms of the campaign as well. Is it felt like 
it was it wasn't taken as seriously. So and like and what was it? Um, Scott Free said in chats, "If I always said he feels like the the of the the void of the traveler is missing." Yeah, but at the same time, oh. it was text on a screen and not a cutscene. It feels as if there wasn't as much effort put into this versus Witch Queen versus Shadow or not Shadow King, God no, but like uh, Witch Queen and Beyond Light. There was emotion on or in Forsaken or Red War. There was emotion stressed in those situations, and like I get what you're, I, I get what you're saying about like needing to stand strong. Hell, I've been I've been defending Zavala for five years now, ever since Forsaken, with oh, oh where he chose the right move to defend the tower instead of going to seek revenge. I've been defending that for ages. That's because I'm a diehard Zavala fanboy. But at the same time, if, if they consider the Guardian. And consider him to be a trusted uh, ally. They needed to right. convey the emotion the right way because people well, didn't find it like as as, convi- as convicting as they needed it. So I'm gonna say oh, this, and you're both. Neither of you is wrong. That's the thing that you're both missing. One hundred percent, Tower's right. As yeah. a leader in the military. Your soldiers, the people who are under you, follow your lead. If you break down, they break down. And that is nowhere, like, from a strategical stance. Like, right now, panic in the tower of our God is dead is definitely not where you want to be right now. 100%. (laughs) 100%. But, same time, different token. Right now, we're talking about a narrative. And this is my genuine opinion of of Lightfall. That it was a good story, narratively. Really good. However, the biggest issue with it is, is that the vast majority of people cannot follow what it was that Bungie was trying to convey. Mm-hmm. And that is That's a the issue. failure of yeah. narrative, like, driven content. That's if what Bife has been saying since the day the shit came out, is that they the didn't convey it the way they're trying to say it. Even if it is long-form storytelling, they didn't communicate that, they didn't say anything, but also they didn't like give their all compared to other expansions. That's, That's what not, everyone's been saying. That's not the same. That's not the same. No, 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 no. I, I think it is. I, I think to a certain if extent it is. you, Panda, put your heart and soul into writing the book, right? Mm-hmm. And then people read your heart and soul, and they look at it and they're like, "This is bland, like, like I don't get inspired, it. and don't like black." Yeah. Right? Does that mean that yeah. you didn't put your heart and soul into it? Right. Think oh, of it yeah. this way: put your heart your... and soul to write something, and someone tells you that they could write it better. Better. How do yeah. you think that would feel? And I'm not, I'm not, I'm not defending by from that standpoint. I, 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 that's where you, I, I, that's where you're hurt too. Is that you? You think Bife, you think Bife is entitled from that from that perspective? I don't. I, I, oh, absolutely, absolutely. Here. Right, I, yeah, but and I'm not, I'm not going to defend that line. But I do think Bife had a point that even though people like him and Mylan and other people like dissect this lore like like it's their job because it is their job as as content creators if they've gone through every nook and cranny of this lore and lined out all the pieces up like Kingdom Hearts and and gave people every piece of information and then Bungie jumps the shark like like it's the Fonz without any warning or expectation or whatever and they have Osiris knocking on your door like go get the veil go get the veil but they're not explaining the importance of the veil I'm gonna be Honest, I'm gonna say it, and I'm gonna keep it a buck with you. Keep right? it a buck. Keep I'm a gonna buck. keep it a buck. Lightfall's story is far above 
the comprehension of the people playing it. Mm. Right now, from a narrative perspective, and I'm 98.9% sure Tyler's going to agree with me. Right now, from a narrative perspective, this is what the story is supposed to be. Questions. More questions than right. answers. That's fair. Yeah. That those questions later in light uh, in the final shape. Right mm-hmm. now, we're not supposed to have the answers. This is the rising huh. tension of the story. I can agree with that. I can agree with that to a certain extent. Don't want they want to feel complete. No, no, it's it's not that. I I really think you guys are missing the point with this. I I don't think it's that. People aren't look people knew we were going to lose with Lightfall. Yes. They they wanted they wanted light to fall. People knew we were going to lose. But at the same time, people were looking for like they put a piece here, they put a piece here. They had um, the whole road, and they thought we had the whole yellow brick road lined up, and we were gonna roll up. We're gonna yeah. grab the, we're gonna grab these cloud striders. We're gonna, we have all the pieces we need to figure out. We're gonna go fight Callus, and then they're like, "Hey, we well, we're gonna go fight Callus, but we're gonna take a sidetrack here, sidetrack here. We're gonna go do this, this, this fight, but we're not gonna tell you about this thing at all." And rather than having questions at the end of the narrative, which that's what Infinity War did for a comparison. They left you with questions of what's going to happen here. What, what is this? What's going to happen on the road? Thanos won. Oh, my God. In, in, in contrast, this thing said, the minute you walk in the door, what's this? What's this? Like we're freaking Jack Skellington and have people confused yeah. five ways to Sunday before you even step in the door. But that's hell, the thing. It's like, your expectation. That was your expectation to have a beginning, middle, and end, and then a continuation. This is our, this is our longest episode ever. Holy shit! But here's the thing about it. Go ahead, Tower. Yeah, go ahead, Tower. You 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 finish your thought, Dana, and then I'll and I'll I'll come in with mine. Oh, so like people wanted a beginning, middle, and end, and then a continuation, mm. right? But Lightfall is not a beginning, middle, and end. It is a beginning. Yeah. Like, literally, the story has been Lightfall, and, like, granted, I'll agree that Bungie's way of disseminating the information has not been the best, and I think that it has that's, definitely that, That's what everyone's saying. Led I, I, you, you just, the, you just put the, put the, the way head. that they're that's disseminating what everybody's saying. the information. But people aren't arguing that the dissemination of the information is wrong. They're arguing that the information in and of itself is wrong. Like no, no, like, that, that's not, no, no, that's not it. No, they're at, they're saying there's a lack of information, and the way you're going about it is wrong. No one's arguing about the content. Hell, Tower and I, Tower and I even agreed before. Slow, slow info dumping us about about the witness should have happened in the Lightfall campaign. We've we've agreed on that before. People aren't mad about the, the information. Well, except for the fact that like the, the pyramid ships are, are are for all we know empty. But like, well, we don't know about that, but people are mad about the way they went about it. That's what I see across the community. That's that's what Bipe even said. They're mad about the way they went about it. That's what he's been saying. Let me ask you this question before you say what you got to say, Ben. Tower. Let Mm -hmm. me ask you this question. Explain to me the fault of the dissemination. So, Like, where's the problem with how they went about it, like not they told what they, what they did wrong, how they did it wrong. 
Okay, so let's we're we're running out of time. We're over. We're actually over time, but we're, we're let me go through this real quick. Okay, cool. We know that we're going in. We're we're going. We're, we're following Callus to Neptune. Right. They're going. They're going after the veil. We don't know what the veil is yet. We found out about the veil during season the season the, the previous season. Okay. We don't know. What the, we don't know what the veil is. Cool. That's right. fine. That's fine. But. They're trying to create agency about something that we have nothing that we have no knowledge of. Yeah. Um, in terms of that, also, Osiris is freaking the fuck out like he has a stick up his ass, and when he and he he's acting like he has all the pieces lined up like Kingdom Hearts when he doesn't have the, the pieces lined up, and he's mm-hmm. like, we yeah. need to go get the, we need we need to go get the radio mast. We need to go get the, 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 the this. He didn't even know if the radio mast was even connected to the veil. They didn't even yeah. tell us that. He's like, we need to get to the radio mast. Like one of the best lines from the from that whole first mission where you go to the radio mast is like Osiris freaking out, and um, Rohan is like, I know what's at stake, Lightbearer, and that's how I felt. Where it's like, hey yo, we know we need to get here, but we don't have all the pieces here, and that's where people are sort of uh, like freaking out. A oh. some some people are upset about the fact that it feels like they split uh, two cutscenes in one and then dropped a oh. campaign in it. But also the the like the dissemination dissemination of the, of the information the way David put it, it's the way they did it with Witch Queen. They were like, "Hey yo, you rolled up in here. You thought you knew what was up. You you went to go fight Savathun. You went to go beat her ass. You found out she has the light. Oh my god." We have to kill Savathun. Then you get to the end of the road. Turns out Savathun didn't know what the fuck was up because she lost her memory when she became a guardian. Uh-huh. And, and, and then you just gave her all of her memories back. Yes. Oh, shit! The way they laid it out at the end of the road was a better dissemination of information than what the veil was so, done. Let me pause now, you right there. Let me pause right, you go right for it. there. Go Those on. two examples that you gave, I think they're perfect, right? Mm-hmm. Osiris is like crazy ass rants about finding the veil mm-hmm. and the way that we gave Savathun back her memory, right? Mm-hmm. These are two completely different ways of telling a narrative, right? Mm-hmm. Right now, what you're asking for from Osiris would create plot holes, 100%, because no one knows what the fuck the veil is. Nobody right. in the situation no. with Osiris could tell you what it was. Yeah. Nobody not could tell even. you where it was. Not Rohan. Not uh, Nimbus. Mm-hmm. Nobody could tell you what it was. So why are you expecting somebody to give you a detailed explanation of what it is? Right. Versus, I'm not saying that. But also, versus if, 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 if Osiris has no not, knowledge of what it is, how, why does he have a fire under his ass? He because, thinks the world's about no. to end right now if we don't find the veil. Because but he doesn't he know what the veil is. The, the, the veil could have been a, a plate of cookies. Takes you back to season of the plunder. Okay. Right when okay. he got when he got woke up from the tea of darkness, we don't mm. even know what the fuck that was. But hey, it yeah. is what it is. Oh, that's a plot hole in its own right. Yeah, but mm-hmm. he got woke up, and the first thing he said is, "We need to find the veil because of when he was spending time being possessed by Savathun." Mm. One of the most important thoughts that he was able to gander from her is mm. the importance of the veil. 
She didn't know what it was. He knew what it was. And he, right. He did. He knew that it was so no, important I, that the uh, witness didn't get it. That was all the information he had. Mm-hmm. He knew that if the witness got this, it was game over. Mm-hmm. That's what he knew from Savathun. He did not. He was not playing with the full deck of cards. Right. He had one yep. nugget of information, and that is what Lightfall plays on. That one nugget of information. And right. looking, leaping before you look. But when you go to Witch Queen, we didn't know that Savathun didn't have her memory. Right. They never said that. It didn't. We didn't know, so it wasn't something that needed to be explained. It was literally them just playing with our expectations, and then it happened. And then you're like, "Oh shit!" Like I can't believe we got played like that. Yeah. But then you know that Savathun is a, like the master of trickery, and she mm-hmm. had been playing with figuring out if people could get their memories back and mm-hmm. how they could go about being reminded of their past lives with what she did with Crow in Season of the Lost. Yeah. These things yeah. have like plot points, but people want yeah. a full, diverse story mm-hmm. right now. It's right yeah. now. We want it all. Is, right I, now. I, I think it's. I think and, it's fair to assume we should have got like Witch Queen level content at the same quality uh, here because Bungie set an expectation. But we did get Witch Queen level with, content. I I I don't agree with that. I, and I, the I, reason why I say mm. that is because the story and the narrative are. Functionally, from a like narrative standpoint, mm. the story is solid. Granted, mm. we can like pussyfoot around it and like disagree or agree with like how people like interpreted the information, right? Or like people's expectation of what the information was going to be. But the mm-hmm. only grievance that I can see at this point in time, if you look at the story from a like objective point of view. The only issue that I can find is that the story and narrative that Bungie told was solid, but it wasn't told well enough mm. for people to understand what that's I just told. I'm at. That's kind of where I'm at. And like, that like, that's what, that's what I'm trying to convey. That's not and what like, you're saying. And, 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 but also, and, and to go inside with that, like one of, one of my biggest pain points is look what happened with Rohan. Did anyone yep. think we were going to give a shit about Rohan dying? No. Rohan was here for five minutes. Bye. I did. Rohan was here for five minutes but and barely gave us any dialogue. There's Man also a little plot point out there, a little loose thread. I don't know. Like, if anybody knows about it. I was say, like, they, they left enough that, that they, could introduce, they, they could introduce another Cloud Strider at some point. But, like, there's... Rohan was here for five minutes and dropped dead. And it was like, oh, well, shit. And, like, but they they played into like the lethal weapon stereotype a little bit, which was cool. But like like they they didn't give enough to like the the the, the non neuro the, the neurotypical. Let's use that because ha- like the majority of us are neurodivergent in this, this freaking podcast right now. The, like to, to, the, to the to the neurotypical brain brain pattern, they didn't convey this right here. They're like, hey yo, roll in. We're new people killed. It like all, all right. That that's like, the, there's certain narrative beats. That just didn't go in. It, it, like, th- th- like th- there's certain bits, like hell, thing that came off sideways, or, or, like in the same breath. Holiday, they wanted us to give a crap about Holiday's death. It it, it was completely blindsided, and I still said well, the reason why it's super blindsiding is you still have her voice actress sitting in the corner as Keitel. I thought they should have killed. They should have killed Hawthorne. That'd have been fun. That that'd have been fine. 
It's it's weird they killed her off. It's it's very odd. But it like, makes uh, sense though. Mm. It makes perfect mm-hmm. sense. Like they even tell you with like the whole mission that they plan to bring her back. Do like, they though? That is the see. That's the thing. A lot mm. of people look at these that events like isolated like issues, but they are all plot points to a bigger story. Like yeah, yeah. Holiday is dead. But even after the mission's done, what weapon do they give you as a like role that everybody got after the mission? What's it called? The prodigal return. Mm, yeah. Then they that's, 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 that's that's understand fair. throughout the yeah. mission the requirements to become a guardian. You know? So I it's did, like they well, literally the, set the, the play for them for you to understand. Like, yeah, we plan on bringing right. it back. Well, at the end of the day, I think while I understand Tower's point, and I I, I understand I that that huh? I haven't gotten. Go ahead, Tower. Right, go ahead. I'm sorry. We keep we keep we cut you off. Go ahead. I'm sorry. My my whole point about all this is you can you you keep bringing back the whole everybody's expecting light to fall. The yeah. thing is, is we still have two seasons left. Who says it's not? Before before the final, we're not going to lose our life. Who says that holiday is not coming back? We still have two seasons to go. We still have a whole six, seven months before we get the new expansion. A lot of shit can happen in that time. And that's what I'm excited for is discovering all that new stuff that's going to happen in the next two seasons. That's cool, and that's fine. And, I and don't that's think... the whole point of long-form content. Right, and I, I, I think it's, I think Bungie's always sort of had long-form content, despite, yeah. the not, but despite not conveying the plunder issue right, and despite not conveying certain things the right way, Bungie's always had things that have lined up the pieces the way we need them. But at the same time, Look, let's 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 rewind the clock right quick. Curse of Osiris. What's it about? Osiris fucking up. War mind. What's it about? The war mind. Forsaken. What's it about? People like 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 Cade dying, and we have and we, and we having to deal with the fallout of that situation. And he was forsaken because we lost him. Why did you forsake us, uh, traveler? Why did you let Cade die? Why are you, as the Vanguard, not going to say, like avenge Cade? Those questions coming into play in, in, in terms of that. Shadowkeep. What does Shadowkeep do? You go fight the Hive in the Scarlet Keep. Genius! And also the darkness is involved. Perfect. Witch Queen. Or Beyond Light, rather. Beyond Light. You go beyond the light to the darkness. You use the darkness in conjunction mm-hmm. with the light. Perfect. Makes obvious sense. Witch Queen. What does it involve? The Witch Queen. Brain, perfect. Lightfall, what happens? The light is supposed to fall in the same package that people were given. Like, I, you, I, like, it's not a great metaphor. Oh, okay. I it's think not, I see it's it. Not, it's, not, it's not a great analogy, but I used it Let previously. Let me ask you this question. I, I, like, like, I, 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 used, I used this analogy previously, but it's not, it's not one-to-one because Destiny's a, a long-form game with, with, like, MMO, but think, but of a person who, think, think of a person who walks in the door and expects one campaign for $60. They come right. in and look for a complete package for $60. And they're, okay. and, and they're used 
to Bungie coming in and saying, here's a complete package for $60, and then you can opt in for a $10 season here, a $10 season here, a $10 season here. Well, you know what I meant. You know what I mean. (laughs) But, like, they're used to this form of storytelling and this form of structure, and Bungie didn't didn't put nobody on notice. And and then they're like, hey, yo, you're going to get some story beats next season. A story beat next season. In reality... I'll, I'll die on this hill. Veil containment is just born in darkness, spread across multiple seasons. You, like, there's, there's no two lengths about it. But it I the think same... that they did drop the ball with veil containment. I agree with you there. But but con- people didn't even know the veil containment existed. And that's got, the reason you, why they you got the ball. one. No- you got one notice at the beginning of the season that hey, there's some new stuff with Osiris and and and, and um freaking uh, Nimbus over here, and then they never told you again that it was a weekly thing. I agree. That is a failure of Bungie like disseminating information. I agree with you. There. That's 100%. my entire point: is that Bungie but did not disseminate not the information correctly. People are arguing they're not arguing I, no I, that's that's what it is that's what that's, what that's said. not what you're arguing because that's, that's not what you said that's not what you said this entire time that's what you hear yourself saying i understand that's how you're interpreting what you're saying but the difference is is that one having the narrative not go a certain way that's one thing but having the narrative be broken up across the space mm. of the game in real time Without informing players, hey, look, the campaign is over, but there will be more to this campaign, this DLC. The base campaign will be spread out over the seasons. Mm -hmm. So be looking to come back next season for more of this base campaign, not the seasonal content. Right, but just but, the but it's, it's a, and I, I even said that I even right said there is a they, functional difference. Right, and I even said they didn't tell anybody until after there was uproar. They didn't tell anybody until after there was uproar that you were going to get more questions answered in the next season. They didn't tell people. And that's what my issue is. That the, the dissemination of the information and the way they went about it is the problem. They didn't tell that they literally waited until after the, the stuff dropped and people are like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. Two days later, 12, 12 comes out. Hey, so we understand you have some concerns about this. There's going to be more information about the veil that comes out in, in like next season. You'll get more information from Osiris and Nimbus. It won't be part of the battle pass. It won't be part of the seasonal content. If you bought Lightfall, you get this. But they didn't tell people in the game or prior to the release. And that's the problem. That's what people were upset about. There's no answers. There's no understanding. There's a difference in the in the the, the release of this of the content from like we've we've had this argument before. Like, there's an issue with how Bungie went about this. And, like, and, and like, because no one's ever had a problem with the way they can, like, like they did, they're stupid. Um, the way Bungie's, like, disseminated information across the season before. Because look what happened with Witch Queen. Witch, 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 Witch Queen. That season The Risen gave you stuff about, about, about like, the, the losing hive and whatnot. Next season, you've had follow-up with Callus and it led into story content. You dealt with the haunted shit. And you had Callus join the witness after trying for so long since Presage. Plunder was a step off in the wrong direction a little bit in terms of people's vision. That's stupid. It it was a little bit of breath of fresh air, but it still had story beats that led into the veil and, and Nezarek and all that shit. 
same thing with um with with with, with Seraph. Seraph tied up loose ends and tied it into the narrative. If if y'all don't see that, you're stupid. Same, th- but the, but the thing is here with Defiance. Defiance was underwhelming and didn't feel like the true invasion that people were expecting. Risen had rough story had a had really rough story dissemination in general, and we we we've, we've agreed on that. And we don't know what's going to happen next season because Bungie's admitted, hey, we're finally taking that leap and diversifying seasonal content the way you guys want us to. Because ever since Glad's giant video where he was upset about it, people have been wanting more content dispersed differently than how the, uh, ever since Season of the Chosen. Great. And we're not having to, when we're having to take that, that step of leap uh, like, like that way either. I might need to have Darren come on the show because he's in the chat. Um, like coming at all, like, like saying all this stuff, and I'm trying to keep up with it. Um, but in general, in general, Bungie has struggled to set expectations, but at the same time, Bungie doesn't owe us shit. It's a very uh, like like sticky back 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 and forth. And all, that's cool and all. Like we, we we want chat interaction, we want things like that. But it's like I'm trying to keep up, and I'm like ah, um. But no, like so, like that, that that that's the heart of the issue, in my opinion, and and I and, 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 and I and I very valid opinion, and I and I and I very much want to say, I I always say this, and I and I, and I want to end on this specifically, because there was there was a tweet where, um, Dirty F and Hippie put up on uh, she retweeted the article yesterday. Then she de- mm-hmm. then she deleted it because she because she was because uh, the replies from the toxic fan base was out of control, hands down out of control, and she deleted it. Then, then, then she then she posted like F five with a smiley face. I don't know what it was in relation to. I don't know, but then somebody was- had the gall to, to to reply to that random tweet that had nothing to do with the situation. And say absolutely wild how you deleted your tweet hyping up state of the game after backlash it got. Really seems like you cannot take accountability for what was written. As a community manager, you have to be better with setting expectations because deleting the tweet tells me all I need to know. Now, Uh F that guy. Because everyone in the replies who was literally sending her death threats. Yeah, yeah, ask them. She is very open and um, communicative about the fact that she has epilepsy. People were literally sending seizure-inducing gifts Mm -hmm. at her. That is a death threat. They don't care. And and it's horrible. And like we have said multiple times in the show, we will be critical about the game. We, We, hell, Perfect example. Early, like earlier in the episode, we had a, 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 a whole 360 where I went from being critical, flipped the script, and David was critical, and me and Tower were hyped. We flipped the script. We will and be we... critical on this show. Cosmodrome Radio was founded on the idea that we will be the middle ground and we will be critical where we will praise Bungie because we love this game, but at the same time, we will be critical. At no point have we ever said... Attacking devs is okay. We have never said that. We have said multiple times that if you attack a dev, you're trash. If you if you send pizzas to a dev, you're trash. And that man is going to be in debt for the rest of his fucking life because of that. If you send death threats to a dev, you're trash. This game is not worth your time and patience if you think sending death threats to a dev is okay. 
Like, literally, I've been feeling burnout from this game a lot. I've been streaming Dead by Daylight. People, you can go check my my, my, my freaking uh, uh, logs. I've been streaming Dead by Daylight, Fortnite, things of that nature to d- diversify my content now that I'm getting back into streaming. I, I, but while also doing bounty prep for next season. It, I, like, have I been frustrated by, by, by the seasonal model a little bit? Yeah. Honestly, I didn't give a crap about deep dives until the, the, uh, the, the Wicked Implement the mission wicked started to roll in. Wicked Implement, baby. Come on. But, so, like, I like, like, and, and I, did I bitch on Twitter? No. Did I, like, attack devs? No. I went and played a different game. And I had fun. Oh. And I came back because I love this game. That's what people need to do. Hell, I'll use a perfect example. Diablo 4 just came out. And despite all the drama with that, one thing the devs had to come out in the first week and go and say was, hey, yo, if you beat everything and you beat Uber Lilith already, take a break. Go play something else. Touch some grass. Bungie literally made an emote about touching grass. And you people are out here like we are going to attack devs because we're so like her response was so eloquently done. She said, I deleted it because once something starts getting threatening, I'm not having it on my personal page. Especially when it starts diving into territory and people sending me epileptic triggerings of gifts to me and epileptic. Every bit of feedback uh, to it, we're taking back. Bungie has said multiple times, if you want to give constructive feedback, there's the forums, there's the Twitter, give constructive feedback. But at mm-hmm. the same time, you giving death threats, you being toxic. We Bungie just took a man to court for over seven hundred for seven hundred thousand, eight hundred thousand dollars for for issue for, for doxing a person and 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 and, oh, and being threatening. You don't want to play with Bungie. Y'all need to quit. Like, regardless of what you think of Marathon, the, the PvP maps, everything up the freaking, like, Scott, like, like, Scott Freed said in the chat, hobbies should inspire passion, but I will amend that and say, and say we should, like, your passion should not be that level of, of deviant. We, yeah. like, 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 we will sit here and, like, be critical, like, we, we just had a freaking 45-minute argument about the, about life all. Are any of us gonna go threaten a dev? No. No. Are you in your damn mind? Like who? Who? Who who wants to do that? Like, 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 it just—I don't know. It, it, it just. So here's my piece, right? Here's my piece. I'm just frustrated by the whole situation because, because I saw like her her reply that, and I saw that she that she was an epileptic. I was ready to go beast mode on a motherfucker. Like I like I was very much like. This this is getting ridiculous. Name and shame. You... <laughs> so, Name and shame, Juliana. <laughs> I have God. a very scathing opinion on this. Go for and it. And people are going to like it, right? But we got to take our medicine, right? So mm. I got some medicine for Bungie, and I got some medicine for the community. Like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start with the community, and I'm going to move to Bungie. But just know Bungie got, they got a hand in this, too. And I want to, we're going to have words. Mm. But for the community, right? The great MLK once said, right, that riots are, you know, the voice of the unheard. Mm-hmm. Right. And so what I see is that there's been enough 
discourse in the community as it is. Mm-hmm. That they feel the only way to be heard is to fuck shit up and riot and frenzy all over the place. Right? And this is not acceptable. Not on any not on any planet is this acceptable. Mm-hmm. Right? And this is the reason why you hear me say that if Bungie stops giving us information and this transparency that people crave. So much like you used to tell us all this information beforehand. Now you don't tell us anything. Like, why is this? First of all, it's because of your behavior. Yeah. One. And Bungie has been very clear about their willingness to engage in like mental wellness. They just said on Reddit last week when someone was like, hey, I get you've been attacked, but we need more communication. And they said, hey, yo, we're still being fucking attacked despite taking 800k from a a dude just now. But Uh so like, like, like hit us up in the forums, but we're going to keep doing what we do. I I don't blame them. Like 100%. It's about mental health. Like they're not going to just sit here and be and tolerate being abused. Right. But the player base, and this isn't just the crazy people, but a lot of the content creators in hell, me and you were talking about this yesterday, Panda, and you kind of alluded to it as well, that mm-hmm. just because people are abusing you does not mean that you get to take a step into the shadows. Yeah. right. You can't just cut off communication because people are abusing you. And my answer to that is get fucked. Yes, you can. You do not have to Tolerate people treating you the way that they feel like they want to treat you. One hundred percent. This community is spoiled, fucking spoiled, rotten. One hundred percent. Because they know that Bungie listens. They know that Bungie listens and reads these comments. Hell, that's the reason why they tried to kill Liana with fucking gifts because they know that we listen, and Mm -hmm. they feel abandoned. But they know that they're not. They're just spoiled. They're not getting what they want, so they want to lash out. But they don't keep that same energy when Bungie shuts the fuck up and just does their job. They're not mad that they're not getting good content. They're just mad they're not getting what they want when they want it. They're spoiled. Like children that that want a a fucking ice pop out of the freezer and their parents tell them no. You Mm -hmm. don't spoil your, your, your fucking dinner. Right, but, and, and, and freaking um, and Scott just said in chat to a certain extent, but like like Bungie doesn't owe us shit, and um, ninety nine percent of game of games don't tell players anything. But don't here's tell the, you a goddamn thing. And this but is here's the, here's the here's the double edged sword with that, because uh, I agree with that statement, and I've even said because Astrocross made a joke like like a couple weeks ago where he was like, Bungie, go dark, don't say shit, yeah. don't even do don't even do a showcase, don't say nothing till till Final Shape comes out, release release twins and patch notes, that's it. That's it. I was and, and I was like. Do That's it. all you're entitled but, to. Right. Or barely even that. But at the same time, mm-hmm. the problem with, with like, it, it's the same thing, the chicken before the egg. It's not. It's no, not no, like, like, I'm playing I'm play devil's advocate to a certain extent. Let me, let me, let me finish. Okay. Bungie, Bungie has set the expectation and people have begun to follow their lead. Look what happened with, with, with Blizzard this past week past two weeks with the fireside chats. Mm-hmm. Those motherfuckers, every decision they make, they're out here like, hey, yo, we're going to have a, an emergency fireside chat because we effed mm-hmm. up. 
and they came on full video looking like they about to get hung from the gallows. And they're like, hey, yo, we messed up. Hey, yo, we're, gonna, we're never going to release a patch like this ever again. We're sorry. Uh -huh. Please keep playing our game. And Bungie has gone on to win awards from different, uh, like, like from, uh, from, the, from Jeff Keighley, from different websites, for their community strides. And Bungie has set that expectation to where other studios are following suit from Bungie's lead. So when Bungie has stepped into the shadows now, which is their right to do, yes. it's going to come off looking sideways to the casual community who isn't sending the death threats. And like, like, cause truth tr be told, the guy on Reddit w was very respectful with his message. He was like, "Hey, I totally get you're being attacked. I totally get it, but can you please give us something?" And, I, and, and a community manager came in and was like, "No, it is up in the forums. We're yes. still being, we're, we're still being attacked." A and, perfectly re reasonable answer, right? right. Yeah, like, it so it, so it's a it's a very much a double edged it's sword. Not a double edged sword. I, well, not a double edged sword, but it's a. No, so I'm gonna. I'm, 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 looking, I'm looking for a metaphor. I'm looking for some kind of metaphor where, it, where, where where it's like you set the expectation, but they fucked up, and now they're mm -hmm. still looking for that expectation, and it, and, exactly. it, and it's and it's a hard thing to to, to cope with. That, that there's not enough copium in the room for them to deal with it. And it's like <laughs> that they, 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 they they're still looking for that expectation despite the controversy. And, and it, it's all it's about oh, being spoiled. Yeah. yeah. It's when a child knocks a plate of food off the table and then expects to get ice cream after. But you say yeah. well, I was done with the food, I get ice cream, mom. Yeah. Yeah. So like it's 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 a it's a it's a it's a, it's a screwed up situation, but like but like the community did it to themselves, and it's like it while while I respect Bungie for causing innovation the way they did, y'all fucked up, and now you got to deal with the consequences. So it, it, it that's why that's why I had you hold off on it earlier, David, when you were to talk about it because I was like because like I've had I've had Liliana's screenshot sitting here for the past two hours oh, waiting to talk about this shit because I was livid. I was I was uh, I was driving to my hey. lawyer's office and I saw that tweet. I was pissed. So like so so like but, yeah so we're gonna leave it there. I, no no I still got some shit to say. Well we're about to hit three hours so so anyway like, so, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep it short I'm gonna keep it all brief. Right. All right. Look, 100%. Bungie has every right to not be transparent. And mm -hmm. they're still being transparent. Yeah. But yeah. understanding that once you've abused somebody, you don't get to abuse them and then yeah. act like once the situation's blown over, act like that abuse never happened. Like you don't yeah. get to punch somebody in yeah. the face. And then expect them to invite you to their birthday party. Yeah. And you'd be like, oh, well, that was so long ago. Mm. But no, like, the, the situation's changed. Our relationship has changed. Yeah. And if the Destiny yeah. community cannot come to terms with that, like, high and low players, I don't care what you say. If you can't understand that devs work hard on this game, and they got families to go home to, and there is more than just making destiny for their players 
in their mind at any given time of the day. Like, if you can't grasp that abusing them this way would make them not want to give us what we want and not want to be transparent, then one, you're crazy. Mm-hmm. Because you wouldn't want to be talked to that, that way when you go to a grocery store and you're like at your job and your boss walks in and talks shit to you like that or mm-hmm. a customer walks in and talks to you like that. You'd have the same energy Bungie's got right now. So the idea that Bungie has to be openly transparent about everything, everything, the secret missions, where they're allocating their time, how they're doing this, the community has abused them to a point that I think is sickening. Personally. Yeah, I agree. Just as a player. But just uh, like I gave the players that medicine, Bungie, we got to have a conversation. Okay, let's go. we Bungie, let's look. Go. Medicine time. I, understand that Dr. the abuse that you guys have taken is 100% unimaginably intolerable. 100%. And I perfectly get where the mindset is with the devs. 100%. Mm-hmm. But a lot of this abuse comes from a half of the marketing and a how Bungie does business. Mm-hmm. Like, this constant need to, like, edge the players along with things like nothing's ever complete everything is always like just enough to keep you interested even with this state of the game it's like here's all this information but you know There'll be more in like two weeks. So they straight up said, "Hey yo, we're, we're, we're about to give you exotic uh, armor tuning and exo- exotic armor stuff next week." I'm like, "Bro, like, if I had to uh, like to like make a metaphor for it, it's like literally a drug dealer with a bunch of junkies. Like the first hit's always free, but you gotta pay for the next one, right? And that's where it is. It's like, yeah, we'll give you a little taste, a taste of it, but then." You know, knowing how ravenous this community is, like, yeah, we'll give them a taste, get them hooked, and then we won't say nothing for months. Nothing. We'll leave them, we'll leave them with that sense of, like, ooh, I need it, I need it, I need it. And then be like, yeah, spend some money in Eververse, and, and we'll get back to you. And, and it's always, yeah. like, legit, it's abusive to the players. From a monetary standpoint, it's like I have been Bungie's biggest supporter throughout this live, throughout this podcast episode today. And I'm about to sit here and tell you right now, Eververse needs to be trimmed down. You got to trim that Mm. fat too, Bungie. Mm. You got to trim it. It needs to go like your overwhelming support of Eververse instead of Crucible, sickening. Mm. 100%. If you're going to trim the fat with Gambit, you need to trim the fat with Eververse, too. And I understand that keeps the lights on, but this is stuff that the player base is really finding to be really abrasive, and it's making them feel unhurt. And when I started this rant, what did I say? Riots are the voice of the unhurt. The player base feels unheard, and they know Bungie listens, so they do. You're seeing some of your top players, your top PvP players, switching to variety because they feel unheard. Exactly. Exactly. So you can't be like, we're not going to talk to you, and we're going to leave you on red. You know? And, like, it's abusive. So it's abusive for both sides, but one side is clearly more abusive. Mm Mm-hmm. 
and that is not okay. But Bungie, definitely, you need to do better about that. Stop with letting this, like, unfettered need for more information go unchecked. Mm. Like, there's no reason why the, like, next season's rate shouldn't be in this state of the game. I would like to know what it is. You like, could you could have left. You, you didn't have to premiere it. You could have been like, like, like you could have been like had a joke or or like like like, like a like a snide comment, like yeah. you'll get or like get your swords ready or like or like, 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 like there, there's some creeping nanites or go get your gold ready for Leviathan or something. Like just a snide little joke, and people would have been like, uh, "Ooh, I know that we haven't made jokes for four months about fishing in MMOs." And wanting fishing yeah. in death for four fucking months before season came out. She was exactly. dropping hints. It was fucking hot. Yeah. Exactly. But they know that this is information that keeps the that keeps people coming back. It's the drug. Yeah. It's the drug. And they're like, we're gonna hold this so close to our chest until the last fucking second. So they feel like you got something from a lackluster like reveal mm-hmm. and i'm like no that's abusive just like they're just like you're the the player base is abusing them i do feel like they have some abusive ways too and All they right. need to do away with it 100 right. and that's my piece i'm off okay. my face. so so let's, let's go ahead and wrap the show up real quick um but, but, but like but just how every if you're if you're brand new to, to cosmodrome radio don't leave just yet we have closing statements that we end off with everyone's gonna get one final note but don't drop off yet so my, my, alchemy you've been the most quiet motherfucker this whole episode what is your closing <laughs> statement for this for this entire thing that next season is i hope Bungie can actually bring good stuff to the game and actually keep this player base attached to Destiny 2. All right, fair enough. So here's what I'm going to leave with, because I'm going to let Tower go next. But here's here's what I'm going to leave this episode with. I I, I said something on stream yesterday to Deva, and I think think it resonates really strong with with what's about to happen here. Ooh, speak on it. If Bungie in two weeks has the gall to put Crota's sword anywhere near that 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 showcase and say Crota's end is the new raid, you've already seen PvP players leave. I wouldn't put it past day one raiders to protest the day one raid. Because even Blackburn in a previous interview said when Kingsfall was getting ready to come out, but they hadn't said what it was going to be. They said they wanted the, the next one to be wh- like one of their bigger raids. The, Bungie knows Crota's End is lackluster because it was part of Kingsfall. Even if you revamp the whole motherfucking thing and go balls to the wall, make Crota a lucid hive, people are going to protest you en masse. You think the PvP crowd going variety is rough. It, it it would very much be like you would see people like um like freaking day one raiders protesting. I have a really I have a really bad feeling that if you if you have any like unless people see SIVA, 
or if they see all, a shining gold uh, of Leviathan, people are going to protest, and it's gonna and, and it's gonna get worse than it already is. And I for sure pray to God that you don't do this. Like, if you have to turn the the whole ship around in the next month, do it. Because if you if you put Crota Sword anywhere that that showcase, people are gonna be pissed, and it's not gonna be pretty. I, I I'm sorry to say, will I play it because I have a vendetta against Crota because it was the only raid I ever did in D1 be, because I did it myself. Yes, but will you? But and like, there's people like Tower because Tower said it before that she didn't play D1. She wants to go do that. Yes. Oh, yep. I played. I played D1. I've never done a D1 raid in D1. Right. Misspoke. I apologize. There's a lot of people like Tower that will go in and do Crota because they they didn't have that experience. So you will see casuals and new lights going into Crota because they haven't done it. But your hardcore player base, the people who race for the belt you will probably see somebody protest if you have any, like, like, like that will be the nail in the coffin. Like I think glad said it that some people legitimately only play this game now for the day one raid experience. And I genuinely am worried for what's going to happen in two weeks. And I, I, and I, I firmly agree with Deva that this community is toxic as fuck. Things need to change. And Bungie, if you want to go, go go dark, do go dark, but at least leave a sign up when you turn the lights off. Like y'all did this. Be back we're, we're, on we're, Be back like, on in February. Right, like 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 we're, like, we're, like, we're, we're going on vacation. We'll be back, we'll be back in two weeks. No twids, no patch notes. We'll be back in two weeks, and I'd have been, and, and I'll respect it. Or like no 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 twids, no patch notes. We'll see you in in February or whatever the whatever the, the final shape is. If you're gonna go dark, leave a note because if you don't, people are gonna be pissed. Communicate, 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 communicate. Give people bare bones communication. Set expectations correctly, or at least to the best of your ability, and pray to God it's not Crota. Tower, what are you leaving? They already. With? I mean, they already know what it's gonna be. So I, mean... I prayed. I pray, well, like well. Pray to God. Pray, pray to God. It's not Crota because people are going to be upset if it's Crota. Yeah. Um. My final. My my final is don't be a dick. Yeah. Just okay. If you if you don't like where the game is right now, if you don't like what's going to be happening in the future, nobody's holding a gun to your head. Go play something else. If you just want to come back for the weekly story, do it. If you just want to come back for the final shape, well, that's kind of hypocritical because you already said you were going to be leaving the game anyways. Vote with your money. Don't don't mm-hmm. buy the final shape. Don't be a part of it if you don't want to be, if you don't like what's going to be happening in the future. That is your right, and and it's okay for you to feel that way. It is absolutely valid for you to be upset about the state of the game absolutely valid for you to be disappointed or upset at what's going on with you know what's coming up in the game that's absolutely fine 
Nobody is forcing you to play this game. But don't be a dick about it. Don't go after the devs on their personal freaking pages with literal death threats. Mm -hmm. Don't go after the devs. You know, just don't go after the devs at all. Say your piece and deuce. Literally. Just get Because those of us who still love the game and still have an appreciation for the game, despite all of its ups and downs, despite all of our disappointments, we still have that love and passion for the game that we will keep that game going for years to come. Because Bungie has said that there's going to be more after the final shape. It's just the end of the light and dark side. So let us let us play in peace. And I'm going to end off my last note with a tweet that I saw on okay. Twitter that completely yeah. sums up everything that I'm talking about. All right, let me just pull this thing back up. All right, get it. At Chase Nick on Twitter said, seeing people's reactions to Destiny 2's state of the game today gives me hope that players will seek therapy and finally put down the game so those of us that do enjoy playing can do so in peace. Damn. Fair and enough. I full, wholeheartedly agree. Full chess. D David, you got anything else you want to leave on? You want to leave that last thing, your final statement? You know, no, nah, I got something, you know. All right. Uh, in the military, I had a sergeant once, and she used to tell me, that in the military, with every correction, we always add a sprinkle of love, right? Mm -hmm. And to that, destiny community. Look, in the military, we have a certain mindset. And I'm pretty sure Tower already has a general glimpse of what I'm about to say. But Oh, yeah. The understanding that people are individuals is a thing, right? But when you're in the, the, the sea of screens, you're not just a person, right? Bring it in. Bring it in. Let me teach you the secret, right? It is our job as the community to help our community and to keep our community in line and reasonable, right? Like Panda said earlier, hey. There are plenty of regular, smegular, respectful players that go to Bungie with the idea of, I'm going to be respectful, and I just need a reply. Right? And then they're met with this bland, non-response, and they don't know why. Right? And I understand that you feel like it's just you, but to Bungie, it's like a million of us all asking questions, all reaching and screaming and fighting for answers at once. So understand that we get more done when we come together and keep each other in line so that Bungie can have clear, concise perspectives. So we have to work together. Remember that. We all need to work together and keep each other in a reasonable space. Less we all be punished together or be rewarded together. Fair enough. I'm going to leave it there. All right. So, so, yeah, so I, I want to give a major shout out to everybody that has been in the chat. 
I lost Scarlett, Watson, Scott Free, um, like, like, like Tech Stomper, you were amazing. Uh, I'm like scrolling back up there, looking through everything because I'm a freaking nutcase. Uh, dude, 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 there was one other person. I, I was it one other, one other person? I'm crazy. Uh, was it was it Dan? Yeah, Dan was in here. Yeah, no, I want to give a major shout out for all y'all being here for our first inaugural live show. Y'all were freaking amazing. We appreciate you being here. If you want to enjoy, if you want to, if you want to enjoy the, the full show, um, we, we will have it on the, the VOD on YouTube is uh, after, afterwards. We will also have it on every audio platform. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, all those great places. If you haven't joined the Discord, the link is in the chat. The link will be on Twitter for you to join the, uh, the Discord, be part of the fam, and just let's do better, y'all. But And also, Bungie, take the, the valid criticism seriously, but also, but and just we all need to do a little bit better, but the community needs to do triple better because goddamn. Oh, my God. But I mean, we we will catch y'all star side. Peace out.